This is an explicit podcast. Welcome to Notorious Age of Sigma, an Age of Sigma podcast coming to you from New Zealand. I am your host, Big Sean, and I'm joined by my co-host, Tubbs, where we put the spotlight on the match play community in New Zealand, carrying off local tournaments, lists, and the occasional battle time. Welcome to Notorious Age of Sigma, episode 33. We are back in your motherfucking ears with a tournament recap and a tournament hype show, Masters hype even, not a not any given tournament. It's me, your boy, Big Sean. I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Tubby. Where you at, buddy? Come in. Hey, man. How's it going? I am swell, man. Just coming off the weekend of our first sort of two-day, you know, five-round 2K tournament and fucking like eight months or so away yeah man i didn't realize how badly i missed playing two-day events but apparently it's real bad yeah man it's just good seeing everyone eh and like new faces as well obviously there's been it's been a long minute between the last two events so it was um it was really cool to see the new lads on the scene and the rest of it how were you feeling monday how was the conditioning importantly uh no it was totally sweet on monday um sunday was a bit of a uh, a wake up call. I had to do the um the Rage of Sigma special and um have a wee nap under the table after game four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Get in those extra extra minutes of sleep it, where you can eh, after a long. It's a power night. move, bro. I'd never done it, but I would highly recommend. Yeah, well, I might have to start bringing pillows to events to do it. I don't know. Like my games went way longer over a weekend um than I wanted, so. I didn't really have much time for napping, but, you know, I, I fell asleep on the couch on Saturday night while you guys were partying <laughs> on, so that's where I got my extra minutes of shut-eye in. Uh, so we're going to talk about ValleyCon today, uh, which is which is really cool. Um, so as we just said, it's a 2K event, um, five games over two days, weekend literally just gone, so we're, we're recording on Wednesday the 19th of May, if people want to date stamp that. And Masters is this weekend. So we've got back-to-back tournament weekends, which is um, the first time we've done that in, fuck, maybe a couple of years. Yeah, man. I can't remember the last time. I feel like I've definitely done it. but Yeah, I think we definitely have. Oh, I did ValleyCon and CanCon last year in 2020. And ValleyCon one weekend and CanCon the next weekend. That was pretty cool. Because ValleyCon used to be in January. Anyway, doesn't matter. No one cares about when I last time did a back-to-back tournament. Uh, but ValleyCon, so we'll, we'll quickly go over ValleyCon first before we crack into the juicy Masters side of it. So um, it's probably appropriate that we start on what lists we took. And we're not going to give a game-by-game, blow-by-blow ru- rundown. Uh, we'll just what give some... saying now, but we all know how you go. Yeah, I'm a bit of a, a bit of a fucking talker, bro, to be fair. Um, especially when I'm talking, like, you know, with my mate and it's about something that I'm excited about, but... Anywho, just uh, we'll go over our list and then maybe just do a quick rundown of day one, Tubby, and then I'll do one as well. Um, just like, you know, any shout-outs or cool plays or anything you learned during that, anything that's sort of like material that the listeners might appreciate. Um, you know, I don't that's care about so who won the priority roles and the rest of it. So why don't you start off with your list, what you took, why you took it, and then how you went day one. And I'll yeah. go on mute. That sounds good. Um, so... I've been fucking around with this Skyborn Slayers list for a little bit. Um, it's not honestly very good, um, but it had a pretty pretty banger of a weekend. Um, 
So Skyborn Slayers is a battalion that comes from the 2015 or 2016 um, Grand Alliance order book. Yeah, it was somehow um, still in the game. Yeah, so it came out after before AOS General's Handbook, the first one. So I guess you'd say the start of AOS one. Um, but it was when they like sort of ghettoized all the Grand Alliances and chucked them in a soft cover book, and the the order one is like 300 pages. So. <laughs> It's huge. Yeah, I've got my. I had a couple of battalions in it. Too. Yeah, I've got my order one somewhere. But anyway, keep going. Sorry, bro. Yeah, yeah it's so ridiculous. It's, it's still in the game. I don't get. I don't know why. It's it's honestly probably the oldest battalion that you can still play. Uh, I'd be surprised if there's something else. Maybe from the Chaos book. Uh, so that's what I was building for whatever reason. I don't know. I thought it was cool. Uh, <clears throat> and I run it in Celestial Vindicators which is a, another sub-faction that nobody plays. Um, so the list itself uh, is a Knight Heralder, a Knight Vexilla with the Mirror Shield, uh, a Lord Salison on Drakoth. Uh, that caused a lot of um, commotion on Twitter over the weekend, but it is legal currently. It's a bit shady, but not too bad. Um and he has the artifact and the trait from Celestial Vindicators, which is essentially plus two attacks and sixes to hit, do one extra pip of damage. Um, and then down to the units, I had two units of five Libbies. Uh, they had double hammers instead of the shields. Uh, I then I had two units of five Adjudicators uh, with the Skybolts. Uh, then I had 10 Protectors, which are a blast from the fucking past, uh, with four Star Soul Maces, and five Decimators with two Star Soul Maces, which, same thing, I haven't seen it since I was playing Sean in, like, Nathan's Garage in 2016. Just, uh, <laughs> just quickly, bro, Star Soul Maces, it's yeah. like you roll a two up now and they do D3 models, is it? Is that yeah, they is? used to just do D3, but now you've got to roll a dice, which is a bit rude. Yeah, and it's funny because the Stormcast book's been out almost three years at this point in time, you know, roll around, you know, June, July. It would have been out for years, but when I used to play Paladins, it was just Star Soul Maces, just two D3 Mortal Wounds to a unit within one. Yeah, that's still really nice. It's it's not a like a to-hit roll or anything, so you can't modify it. Uh, and on a six, it does D3 plus one, but honestly, I'd rather... Uh, just not have to roll and just roll straight mortals and take that, take the odds out of it. Um, and then to round off the list, I had two units of two concusses, which same thing, that unit is old as fuck and literally nobody plays them. Um, so in the battalion uh, goes the knight, uh, the, sorry, the Lord Salistant, uh, the two fives of Libby's, the two fives of Jude's, uh, the protectors and the decimators. And how it works is uh, you pick a spot anywhere on the battlefield uh, and your whole Skyborne list that comes down uh, needs to drop outside of five inches instead of outside of nine inches like a normal Stormcast drop. Uh, This battalion obviously come around before Stormcast could even deploy from the sky, if anyone's been playing the game long enough to remember that. Um, So back then, pretty good. Now, uh, deploying five inches away actually opens up a lot of bubbles and gaps that I don't know, people aren't used to uh, having models squished into. 
So it's not too bad, but like I say, the models are from 2016. So if you compare a five protectors to five Evos, there's a pretty big, uh, big, big difference in power there. Um, yeah, but <clears throat> the beauty of it is too is that it's not wholly within, so it's just within 12 inches of a point. So essentially, as long as your two furthest units are within 24 inches of each other, from you know one tiny bit over the base, uh, you can spread that hard. So you can spread way hard. You don't need to squish up at all. Even though it says pick a point, um, you do have a lot of room to spread across the board. Uh, it also gets around the whole uh, one up one down rule. Um, so I drop uh, two concusses and then I drop another two concusses and then I'll put my two Vexler and my Herolder in the sky and then I'll just dump the whole rest of the skyboard in the sky if unless I needed uh, like five Judes on a back objective or something like that. Which is pretty cool. You really just null deploy and uh, you can punish some mistakes. <clears throat> What were you running, big man? Uh, so I decided to go with my Realm Lords, which was really left, out of left field, to be honest. Um, I made this decision after we played a game, and my whole army wasn't built. Uh, I didn't even own everything, sorry, a week out from the event, um, and it wasn't built, and it wasn't painted. It was sort of undercoated a lot of it, not all of it. Uh, but I still had to build... You know some wardens and then the shrine, so that was that was quite a cram. So I oh, that's right, painting. you didn't have the shrine, eh? Yeah. No, no, I, and I ordered a shrine on like the Friday night when I decided I was going to run it for Saturday delivery, paid extra for it, didn't turn up till like Tuesday. I was like, sweet, cool. And then I got it, and I was like, this is fucking massive. Like it was way it's bigger huge, than what I expected. Eh? I couldn't Bro, believe it was how so big. Yeah, but um, luckily my airbrush held up for long enough, and I was just able to get some easy layers on it and then just contrasted it a bit to touch it up. So, I mean, it's it's big, but it's super easy and quick to paint as long as you've got some big brushes. Uh, so I went Sire uh, because the internet says that's the best one and I'm still unsure, but I also will um, pre-warn all my comments with I'm not the best Realm Lords player and I still have a lot to learn, so maybe I'm just really shit at the army because um, <laughs> I, I don't feel like I used it optimally over the weekend but i think it's more like a user error than than an actual list or ability issue so i had uh tickless of course i'm um, two drop um tickless got kefla so i've got the illiterian region or have you said that word uh which is the wardens and sentinels plus kefla into one battalion so i got kefla 20 wardens 10 wardens 10 wardens and three units of 10 sentinels goes into battalion then i got um three endless spells i got spell portal of course got twin stones uh which i didn't even cast no i didn't even get out over the weekend and i've got um yeah yeah i cast it about once. three times and i failed every time i was trying to get cute with who was casting it and i got punished so um because it goes off on like a seven so that was sort of a learning lesson from the weekend is, is yeah. what i'd say seems like the whole reason to uh that you play what's the other one that you you were playing for a bit with the pluses to cast oh um zytrek zytrek it seems yeah. like the whole like sort of like a the way to get sire a bit more reliable like zytrek is is to just pop that out every turn and, and yeah so 
Yeah, so I love Zytrek, and that's normally what I played, and I've played, like, I, I mean, Disclosure, I've played about t- 12 games with Luminef and 5 of them were at, over the last weekend, and they've all been with Zytrek except for maybe six of them, um, because the casting is just so reliable, because the first cast is, is at plus two with Teclis in the army, um, and it's just it's just really good, and yeah, the army awesome. really needs its spells to work as well. Like, the army, the army is functionally fine, but it's quite fragile. And it lacks a bit of output, but as soon as you start laying those buffs on, it's like they rip the rules of the assumption that you're always going to have your spells off, which is pretty fair given how the army works. Um, and when you don't, it, it hurts, is what I'd say. It's sort of noticeable that deterioration in output. Yeah, it um, kind of looks like a like an old daughter's army in terms of buffs. Like by themselves, the units are pretty whatever, um, but the second you start putting some spells or witch brews or you know combos and prayers on top of them they start getting pretty silly pretty quickly yeah like the wardens and sentinels definitely do work by themselves but it's noticeable when they're not in techless's handheld range of you know like 16 inches or holy of an 18 or whatever it may be depending on how many how much damage he's taken uh you know when they start losing the pluses of cast and and the after damage saves and the protection of buffs and like ignoring battle shock, it, it starts to deteriorate super quick. Um, anywho, so yeah, I took spell portal, twin stones, and then the rune of uh, petrifaction. If that's or petrification, is that it? I can't recall. I think my head. Petrification. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, so that's the luminef one, which I don't see a lot of people talking about, but I I fucking love it. It's seventy points, so it is quite high. Um, it's set up holy up an 18 of a Luminef cast. So it goes off on an 8, so you need a 9 to dispel it, which is quite high. Because we don't need to worry about the casting if you've got Teclis there or you've got um, the Twin Stones buffing your cast up, plus 1, plus whatever the Twin Stones is on, right? Yeah, that's, that's 100% it. So like, it should be easy for me to get off, and it should be hard for my opponent to remove. And it also, again, some of these older armies like Skaven, for example, they have to sacrifice, you know, a casting attempt to to dispel it. So um, so I like it. And so what it does, you set up Holy of an 18 at a caster. It's not, uh, it's not predatory, so it doesn't move. Everyone within six inches at the start of the hero, at the start of the movement phase, sorry, and the end of the movement phase, roll a four up. Uh, take D3 mortal wounds and you're minus one to run and charge has no, when you're within six of it and has no effect on Luminef. So really you just chuck it on an objective and then hope no one dispels it. And then, sorry, unbind, you dispels it. That's the right term. And if they do, you just auto-cast it again with Teclis. Um, so it's awesome. It does work over the course of a game. I love it. It's. Did you remember the minus one to run and charge while you played it? Yeah, so it actually came up in one of my games against Zane. Uh, he charged me with Fan Call. He was like three inches away and he rolled, or he's four inches away and he rolled a four. And I was like, oh, you can't charge. Sorry, bro, because <laughs> of because of that. But I wasn't getting charged a whole lot when that was up, or I was being charged away from that. Uh, just more set on objectives and made people think twice about going at it or it just sort of ate away at units over, over the course of a game. So it was quite handy. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was... Was a big fan of it or against fire slaves when i played trey it just like i had a double with it so they had like five turns uninterrupted of just hitting his heroes just and his volkites yeah his army. yeah yeah so it killed <clears throat> a couple of dudes at that point so eh? um so i i think it's money i think it's really good but i haven't seen many people talk about it but yeah I'm i surprised. also 
I also only follow a select few people on the internet, but yeah. So maybe that's me. But that's that's Miami, two drop stylist, pre-stock standard. It's literally the models I own. Um, I don't think it's optimal at all. I don't think if you're trying to win a tournament, you run this list. I think you maybe try fuck around with um, getting another hero in there to make use of some of the good artifacts that you can get out of the the Luminef book, like the one where you can put on the Kefla to make her a two cast wizard. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. But it's model zone, so that's all I'm really focused on. I'm not going to sit here and try to write a really good round worlds list when I don't own shit. Uh, so you want to you wanna tell us about your day one then, Tubby? Yeah, man. So uh, over the course of the day, I played uh, Munificent Wanderer's Thricefold list. Um, I played Hosar Karnam Zench, and then I played another Stormcast list. Um, and... First game wasn't overly close. Um, one thing that the list does really well is it wins on objective. Not because Stormcast has heaps of bodies, uh, but because because I'm allowed to just put my models wherever the fuck I feel like uh, and almost always get them into combat. Um, I can zone people off objectives really easily. Uh, just keep them in their backboard because most players will be pretty edgy about the idea that you can put models so close away and guarantee charges so they'll end up sort of castling and then when they castle you can just wrap it with some shitty liberators or uh, throw a cheeky blob of decimators into a juicy horde unit in the back or you know something like that um and yeah it really gets lets you get up on score and then you can let sort of the concussors uh, run around and the Lord Salicent run around sort of towards the end of the game and actually have some um, have some output. Uh, the game against Zinch went pretty close. Uh, he, I got way up on points. Uh, I different think Zinch I, list as well. Yeah, different Zinch list. It had like a 12-man unit of Screamers running around in it. Yeah, um, I can quickly shout it out if you want because I also played Anthony. Yeah, 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 as well. Yeah, so um, he's Host Arcanum, Scorned Summoner on Disc. Uh, he's a Fluxmaster Herald of Zench. Um, he's a Zengor Shaman. 12 Screamers, 10 Kyric Acolytes, 10 Acolytes. Uh, free and Light and Free and Light and Free Skyfire, Free Skyfire. Uh, Sky Shoal Coven. Yeah. And he's got the Burning Sigil Zench. So it's a real fast... It's actually quite cool. It's re- very fast. Yeah, it's pretty The whole fun. idea is that the, the main body of the army almost 16 inches... Uh, and it kind of just flutters around the board together. I think the thing that sort of fucked his list over was uh, in the game against me, he flew the 12 screamers over and he scored, uh, and he scored the Tides of Anarchy or whatever, the one that makes uh, your models count as two. Um, He wasn't aware that only counts towards that objective that they score. So for the rest of the game, that 12-man screaming unit does not count as 24 wins. It only counts as 12. Um, so I think that's probably where he's been having a lot of success because that would be a really good scoring unit. Uh, but, yeah, obviously a lot a lot less impactful when it can't zoom around and count as so many models and take up such a big footprint. Uh, but, yeah, that game did come down really close. Uh, come down to, to turn five. I was well and truly ahead on points, but he did win the double. And um, and give him a moment to sort of work out that he can't couldn't come back, but he had a cool little play with the 
a fold reality that could have done some cool stuff, but unfortunately blew his unit up. So always love to see that. Um, and then the last game I played the other Stormcast list, uh, which is also like basically a drop from the sky and blow people up list. Uh, there was a Gav bomb with Gotrek, and I'm playing Skyborn, and apparently Skyborn's better than Gav bomb, so fuck it <laughs> for whatever reason. Um, but on the end of day what one, what mission was that? That was uh, shifting objectives. Yes, that's right. Yep, round yeah, round three. Yeah, so um, I dropped before Mark dropped, uh, but I shoved my ten protectors on the objective on the very edge of the board hoping that he'd drop his uh, evocator set to blow them up. And he did. He, we traded units on that side of the board. Uh, and basically the evocators are stuck for there for the rest of the game because they're too fat and slow to get over to anything worth a damn. Um, and I just sort of danced around him. One thing I did take away from these first three games that I hadn't realised with the list was the power of the Vexilla teleport. Um, it basically means, like, in that scenario where... Uh, someone drops on a far away objective and they don't have any other units to back it up once they leave with their their hammer unit as they get stuck not being able to leave because you can quickly vexilla teleport five judicators uh, or five liberators over to that side of the board um, and sweep that objective up and there's no ranges there's no nothing you just pick someone off the board and, and put them wherever you want so just nine inches away obviously but it really meant that he either had to string or he kind of had to sit there or he had to leave Gav there and then when he's moving away from Gav then doesn't get the charge buff and, you know, sort of really slows this list down hugely. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, playing the two Chaos lists with Judicators actually made them feel super good, <laughs> honestly. Uh, I know they get a lot of stick, but two, two Chaos lists in a row and... Um, yeah, the Judicators were fucking popping off, actually. Yeah, they man, they're so amazing. Good. Yeah, three zero-rolling ones, and the Prime will be two zero-rolling ones against Chaos. It's pretty awesome. And yeah. what, what setup do you have? You've got the long-range... I can't even remember what they're fucking... Yeah, called. so I've, I've got... Skyball Balls or whatever you call The long-range ones, yeah. Yeah. The, the list has a lot of range and mortal wound output between the range of the Judicators, the Concussors, the Lord Celestin... Um, there's a lot of it's mainly like rend one or mortal wound output there uh, and then the herald of toot toot as well um, and then you've got more mortal wounds coming through from the star soul maces uh, as as well as the concusses in combat as well as outside of combat um, they've got quite a cool mechanic where if they roll a six to hit uh, you can't pile in Unless you have a mortal wound save, mm-hmm. you can get around it, um, which yeah, works so really good. well when you've got a unit with three-inch reach. So you can run into the side of the unit, activate with the concussors first. There's six attacks, re-rolling ones if they charge because you have indicators. Um, so realistically, you should pop a six. If you really want to pop a six, you can spend the command ability from vindicators, give them an extra one. So you're rolling eight attacks, you're rolling one, so you should realistically get one six. Um, and then, yeah, you just tag one protector and work back from that uh, and all your boys can hit from a range too far away for anybody else to hit them so that's cheeky little asshole move <laughs> but cool when you do it yeah absolutely so free and free no that's correct three, three yeah. major words so yeah 
Honestly, I was going to After round one. Oh, one. about going 2-3. Um, I've never gone 2-3 in an event, and I've seen the list, and I was like, oh, my God, I've made a huge mistake here. <laughs> this is going to go so badly. Um, but, yeah, by the end of day one, I was 3-0 and and feeling like a big dick. Yeah, well, luckily you're a good player, and you can overcome shitty lists. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, well done, buddy. Well done. So, um, my day one. So, I played Mark as well, who's a Stormcast player, Toby just talked about. Uh, and we played Battle for the Pass, round one, I think it was. Um, That's and, Tubby, if I told you that I scored someone's home objective in Battle for Pass in turn one, would you expect me to win the game? Yeah, probably. Yeah, because I lost Unless the game, bro. Unless you send a techless to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's no, I didn't. Good, I didn't bro. send techless back there. I sent ten wardens back there, and they got got tricked. But yeah, five points round one. Um, did you make a charge onto it, or did he just not no, put a model he, within three inches? No, nah, so he left like he left like two groups of units, sort of about I don't know seven inches, six inches either side of the objective. Um, so it was just like, I, I could just teleport and I got about six, seven guys on the objective. I can't remember if he had people in scoring range, but it was just wide open. And I was like, I don't know if this is bait, but I'm going to sacrifice 10 wardens to do it. Cause he's just going to get got tricked. So yeah, and it did, but I scored four points right away. I mean, four, four points from him right away. Um, but then I played two passive when I should have just scored every objective on the board in round one, but I didn't, and I sort of soft-cocked up the board. Did you get stuck in the shiny trap, did you? Yeah, pretty much, dude. Pretty much. I was too <clears> concerned <throat> about keeping the shiny. So I score five points turn one, and he scores five points turn one um, because he scored the turn middle, so that was that was an issue. And then Mark tabled me by turn four, I think it was, and it was pretty close up until that point. I think he won a double three into four, and in the double, he just sort of cleaned up my units and ran away with it. Um, yeah, I honestly couldn't really time. believe that when I looked over and you had a not happy face on and models yeah. were coming off the board. I was like, what the fuck yeah. is happening here? Yeah, and I said that to Mark as well. I like Not to take anything away from Mark, I really like playing Mark because he's really um, deliberate with his movement. He doesn't just like sort of chuck shit out for no reason. Uh, and he's really calculated with what he does. Yeah, and it's not a, that Mark's bad. It's the, it's the no, and he's, match and he's, up, like he's, yeah, and he's a serious thinker about the game. Um, but I just got cute too many times. Like I, I charged my twenty block of wardens into one objective, which had like a long strike on, two judicators, five liberators, and two of his heroes. And instead of just putting the whole unit in and just killing everything there with mortal wounds. I was still trying to like use it to screen off half my army because his his gas bomb hadn't dropped yet. Yeah. Um, when in reality, what I should have done is I should have moved the shit I was trying to screen, which was techless and some sentinels, sort of closer to that unit that I charged, and then I could have made a smaller tail for a screen, or just not even screened at all and just use the sentinels as a screen. Uh, so I was just doing like really dumb shit like that. Yeah. Uh, he killed my Kefla in like the first turn as well, which was real Brutal. stink. Because he wanted to play an Ashki Fire, oh. Akshi, whatever it's called. And yeah. I was just like, yeah, whatever. And then he won the roll off and he picked it. And I was like, yeah, sure. 
Kefla was in my shrine, and then first thing he does is roll a six for it. Because I always let my opponents roll. Like, if it's affecting my troops, and it's, like, terrain, I'm like, oh, you do it, man, you know? <laughs> And um, oh, and he true. and he did it. He rolled a six, and he rolled three mortal wounds on her. I was like, oh fuck! Well, she's almost dead. And then he dropped long strikes down and just mortaled her off. So <laughs> I completely forgot to tell you this, but in our game, he wanted to roll for realms, and I was like, yes, sweet, let's play an Ashki. So we played an Ashki, and he deployed um, basically all the models he had on the board down next to the train at the start. And he had first turn, and he rolled a six on both pieces of train and blew his models up hard. <laughs> Oh, awesome. I was just loving it after hearing that from you. Yeah, well, first he said, oh, we'll play an Ooglu because that way you can't see me. And I said, well, my spell portal goes anywhere on the board. And he was like, oh, fuck, I don't want to do That's that. That's a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. So, so I was like, you sure? Because I'll take it. And he was like, oh, yeah, nah, let's not do that. <laughs> so so we didn't. But no, nah, Mike just played the mission better than me. He knows his army better than I know my army. Um, I was... To go back to your comment, yeah, I was surprised I lost, and nothing against Mark, but just strictly I thought my list was at least enough to sort of carry me through that matchup. Yeah, but, yeah. But exactly. like, and I think the list is good enough. I just think I was really not very good at playing it. Uh, so full credit to Mark. He he got the win, tabled me. I think in the end it was like he was well ahead. Um, so major loss first game. Uh, second game I went into playing... It was Scorched Earth, wasn't it? Second game? Yeah, second game was Scorched Earth, yeah. Yeah, and I played uh, Mr. Meteoric himself, Matt Britton, who um, also, shout out, like, 2016 list here. It was four Vampire Lords and Zombie Dragons and three units of five Diabols. So it's seven units, and four of those units are the Dragons. Um, I just gave him turn one. He came across the board and sort of punching me, which is I knew was, I knew that was going to happen. And I was happy for that to happen because I didn't want him to double turn me because I, I figured I could survive a round of, like, if I took first and buffed up, um, and plus it's Star Strike, so you don't know what the objectives are. Um, if he took the first... Scorcher, sorry, that's it. If he took the first turn and... Sorry, if I took the first turn, buffed up, and he charged me and then he doubled me, I didn't know if my army could survive four dragons. And yeah, about then you just the objectives and win, right? Yeah, yeah. So I just gave him first. He came across, killed a bunch of stuff. I got a turn. I killed one dragon. He got another turn, killed some more stuff. Then I think I double turned him and I killed three of his dragons at that point or something. Um, and the short is it is I won the game on on the last turn. Um, so I killed all his dragons and had finally been able to push back to his objectives. He burnt one of my objectives the whole time he was on me because uh, that's all he could get control of. I got to two of his objectives in the end and rolled slightly higher. So it was it was really sort of just like I need three points off two objectives and I did it. Um, so it was kind of a bit dumb, to be honest, but that's just sort of how that game works with the D3 rolls for the objective. Yeah, honestly, I don't hate it. It's a dice game, it's chill. And you can, like make it more reliable by putting leaders next to it too right so <clears throat> there is the outplay ability there as well that you position your leaders correctly and they don't or you kill the leaders and you'll survive yeah yeah to make up for the fact that maybe they get real lucky and burn all the objectives to three but yeah yep yeah exactly so i i pipped that in turn five it was close so matt 
I mean, there's a few things that I did wrong. Like, I didn't score one of my ejectors until turn three or so because of shiny trap. And, and Matt, they could have won the game in, like, turn four or, or even turn three because he just left his direwolves on his home base. So after I finally got rid of his zombie dragons, there was nothing between me and his home base when, really, he could have just backed that up or even just screened it off with a couple of direwolf backs. Yeah. Um, so, like, it, was, it wasn't a perfect game from either of us. And Matt's a good player, but he... He hasn't played a tournament in like a year, so he hasn't played caring to win a tournament in a in a good while. Probably since yeah. we were at that list, honestly. Yeah. That's probably the last list that he's been taking to tournaments when the Nagash book was good and dropped. Um that he's actually gave a fuck about and gone to a tournament and been like, I'm gonna win this bitch. Which is forever ago. Yeah, he used to win all the time. Um Anyhow, round three went into shifting objectives. Again, Zane. So Zane was running Scaventide, and it's um it's a funny Scaventide list because you look at parts of it and you're like, yeah, that's good core fundamental Skaven. You know, Screaming Bell. He's got a Verminaut here, the Warbringer in this case here, the Warlock Engineer. You know, all good choices so far. Fancall with four Warpfire projectors. You know, I think he's pretty solid. And then you're like, Oh, what's that? Three units of 40 clan rats, so 120 rats. Yep, good choice. And he's got he's got a doom well, and you're like, oh, okay, that's a bit odd. <laughs> he's got a rattling gun as well, which blew himself up, very scavening. Uh, and then he had the Bella Doom and Warp Lightning Vortex for his endless spells. Uh, so shifting objectives, I went first. Um, I decided I need to score everything because he's got 120 bodies, and I have like 72. Um, and that was just with his clan rats, and Battle Line count for extra points in shifting. So... I went first, scored eight points. He went next, scored eight points. And then we just traded points um, until the end of turn three. And then we had to call it there because the game, because the venue was closing up and this was the last game of the day and we'd gone to time um, at the end of round three because, you know, he has a lot of bodies. I have a lot of bodies. Well, not a lot of bodies, but there's just a lot of movement. You know, like I have a long hero phase. He has a lot of movement. You know, I don't think anyone was being intentionally slow. Um, yeah, I think just, your hero it's just face... just too slow with armies. Yeah, my hero face your sucks. Your hero face takes a fucking lot of time. Um, and you're definitely not used to you moving more than, like, 30 model armies. So Yeah, 100%. Not ideal. Um, 100%. I don't move that many, um, that many units at all. I mean, sorry, models. You know, like, even my cornless, it's like... It has, you know, 50, 60 bodies, but really you only care about five of them. Yeah, so Archeon <laughs> and the rest is moving like, and the rest is just standing fucking still. Yeah, it's like Archeon goes, Fury goes, Shrine catches, where's the Sorcerer going and where's the Whippy Boy going, you know. Um, and then you're like, I got 40 Blood Reavers, I don't give a fuck, they just go wherever, you know, score objectives, die, etc., etc. Um, So yeah, we went to the end of turn three and we just literally traded points the whole time so i think we went eight five five or maybe eight six six or something like that um i took a risk and put my 20 block of wardens in the middle of the board hoping that the primary objective would be in the middle at some point so i teleported him uh and never got in the middle it was either side of him both times uh or three times and yeah and i guess the most notable thing about this game is Zane really got none of his spells off. Um, call <laughs> roasted like oh, seventy man. dudes. Yeah, yeah. Because I had so good that matchup. 
Yeah, because I put 20, cent, 20 wardens and then 10 sentinels behind him in the middle objective, hoping it would bounce in. And then he put 40 clan rats into him. And I killed a bunch of clan rats. And Fankle just rolled on with his big old fucking dick and his four old warp fire projectors and just shot so at good. the 40 block. And I think he rolled 60 something dice for it. And I was like, yeah, even my five ups can't save me. And he just yeah. roasted them. <laughs> You know, um, and then I think he won a double and then he just roasted the Sentinels behind him. So that was probably the most notable thing that happened. Um, we fin- When we finished the game, I think he had about 30 clan rats in one unit. He had a half-dead Fankle and I think a three-quarter dead um, Warbringer. And I had a Teclis, a Kefala, and like three models in one Sentinel unit and then five models and another one, I think it was. Um, so if it went five turns, it's hard with shifting because you don't know where the objective's going to be, eh? And like, I think if I won turn four priority, I would have cleaned up his heroes and he would have been stuck. But then if he wins turn four priority, I think I would have, because I was in a pretty aggressive, vulnerable position, I think he would have cleaned up Teclas. Maybe I'm not too sure. Oh, really? So it's, 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 I don't know. Like it's, it's hard to say, right? Because like, you don't know what the objective's going to be, so I don't know if it went... I don't know who would have won it after five turns. Because um, it's 40 clan rats were on one side of the board, and if the primary stayed on on the opposite side, then he wasn't going to score it, because that's where like my army was. So I don't know. It was, it, was, it was a draw in the end, so we drew on points, and then we drew on secondaries, so we had the same amount of secondaries. So the game was like a natural draw. Uh, it doesn't matter about kill points anymore, but I had slightly more kill points than him. I think I had about 80 more kill points than him. It, was, it wasn't was a huge amount, but it was slightly more. Um, so that was my first ever Age of Sigma draw. Yeah, yeah it's like, unreal way. Yeah, like I never had one before, and I was like, oh, so we scored, we're tied on scenario points, and then we tied on secondaries where we had one apiece, I believe. So, or maybe we had two a piece. It doesn't matter either way we draw it. And I have slightly more kill points. And I was like, that's still a fucking draw. This is some shit, you know? Yeah, I like how they're moving who wins away from kill points. And, like, how we use strength of schedule to, uh, like, dictate who is actually doing better instead of kill points. But, like, I've said it a million times. I think secondaries are a bit of a fucking... Shit, shit fest. I think they're a bit of a fucking waste of time. Um, and scoring a minor win or a minor loss from secondaries doesn't really seem like it's actually uh, showing the true out, like the true outcome of the game, or you know which way the game was going. If it would have gone all the way yeah. through, or if it would have carried yeah. on for another turn, or you know, like a lot of the time, like yeah, you finish at turn five, but if you used to score a, a minor win there because you've killed more things, um, you're killing more things as the game progresses into a longer state is always going to mean that you're eventually going to get up on top because uh, you can't just not kill things forever, I guess. Uh-huh. So yeah. I'd like to see them do it a different way. That's not secondaries because fucking they're garbage. Sorry. Yeah. To be, to be honest, I'd never considered it until... I had a draw. So initially, so if you asked me two weeks ago, I'd been like, it's fine. You don't see draws. But after, after that game three, I was like, this is fucking stupid. Like, cause yeah. neither of us wanted a draw. 
No, you know, that's like, what like, is. like, no one's like, oh, yeah, you draw. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure if you asked Zane right now, he would have been like, mate, if I hit turn four or five, I would have won the game. And I'm like, I don't know about that. I reckon we could have kept going. Uh, yeah, so I just had my smoke alarm go off. So I don't really know what the fuck I was up to <laughs> when I stopped. <laughs> uh, but summary is, yeah, if you, I think it was something like, if you asked me two weeks ago, I would have said, no, it's not an issue. But after having a draw, it's... I feel like you need to be able to resolve it because going back to it, we had one secondary each in the same points. And I feel like, you know, that's probably quite common or it's quite an achievable outcome. Um, and neither of us wanted a draw. So, yeah. So I ended day one on a major loss, major win, and a draw, which was really fucking odd. Yeah, um, super fucking weird. We decided and, they have them. Yeah, and probably in the middle of the pack. I don't know where i was at that point in time uh do you want to kick on to your day two toby yeah man absolutely um day two uh First off, one... shout out ryan just shout out ryan thanks ryan love you babe you know who you are you know what you did shout out ryan okay shout out ryan <laughs> um day two uh knife to the heart first game and i pulled fire slayers Humdar fire slayers so i was very pumped to go into that game. That sounds like a fucking disaster. Uh, but as I was saying the night before with Sean and Jesse while having some beers is I'm going to give him first turn if he doesn't move up uh, out of his deployment first turn. I can maybe actually win that game. Uh, and that's basically what happened. I gave him first turn. He didn't move. He just stayed bubbled. Uh, for my my deep strike, uh, my turn one didn't do anything. Turn two, I gave him turn two. He still didn't really push out. He didn't drop his bubble, uh, knowing that I'm on for the double, which I think is actually maybe not a bad idea. Um, so wait, was his whole army around the objective? Yeah, his whole army. As so, his whole army was around the objective, uh, but the entire half guard block wasn't within six inches of the objective. So he had uh, 10 half okay. guard, and then he had 10 Volkite, uh, 30 Volkites in front, and all of his heroes. So he had maybe 30-something models, 35 models maybe on the objective. Uh, <clears throat> and that's where he stayed at the end of turn two. So my turn two, I drop, I squish into a big fucking ball in the middle of... Uh, the map lined up with his objective. Some real county terrain going on, so it was actually super awkward. Um, and I just ball bagged my whole army basically into into the front of his army, just dodging the hearth guards so I didn't pull them. Um, and I managed to wipe uh, all of his Volkites, uh, one of his heroes, uh, and have 17 models on the objective to his 10 or 11. Uh, and yes, yeah, so I said, oh, if I win the priority roll here, I just win the game, and I won the priority roll, so I won the game. <laughs> um, I sort of know how you won that game. No, like, I, I literally don't. Honestly, it's a big misplay from him. His half guard should have been all twenty should have been within range of the objective. Yeah. Um, but they weren't, so it's like it's one of the things the list does. It like to it punishes poor deployment or poor movement, and that was. Poor deployment and then poor movement. Um, 
so it managed to get a win in against Hermdar Fireslayers, which is whack, honestly. Uh, game was literally yeah, over 30 I figured, minutes, and we were asleep under the table. Yeah, I figured he'd just ball up on the objective, and then as soon as you charge him, he just fights you first. Yeah. And kills yeah. all your units. And that's yeah. what I was like, how does he win this game? But yeah. clearly he did. So, good on you. Yeah, so I, th- I think he was just too worried about screening. He was too, like, worried that I had enough output to actually put a hole in the half guard. Or, yeah, I just, I, I've played him a few times before, and uh, the times that I've played Trey, um, I've pulled some shit on him. So... <laughs> I feel like he was a little bit worried that I was going to pull some shit on him. Um, and I kind of did, I guess, but like that one was just playing the objective hard. Uh, but yeah, I'll take a win with the 2016 army against um, yeah. the best combat, one of the best combat armies in the game, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Well done. Uh, and then game five. So game five uh, was the game for the the, the tournament <clears throat> so i played up against bow and his idnf uh and it was places of arcane power so where normally i would have absolutely zero hope in that scenario such a dumb scenario bow. the um <clears throat> love aiden but the day two scenarios were absolute dog shit why we played knife of the heart game four and then arcane power game five i don't fucking know like I hope he rolled them and didn't actually pick them um, because that's real bad selection, honestly. Uh, but yeah, I picked Bo. Um, and it's honestly as bad as that matchup is. Uh, it's probably the best scenario I could have played him on. I dictate the drops so I could go first. means I can get up on points uh, first. Uh, he has two really squishy heroes if I can manage to get to them and it also means he needs to spread and he can't sit in this turtle buff bubble uh, and just be a nightmare, untargetable super good saves, unrendable crap Um, and that's basically how the game went so I took first turn, I got up on points Um, he managed to score not score at all first turn, actually, and then uh, double me into two and get some points on the board. Uh, and then I doubled him into three, and I had a really good opportunity to kill all of his heroes in one turn. Uh, and this is where I made like a slight misplay that I'm still not sure how I should have played. So turn three, uh, I had two concussors lined up against one soul scryer. I had one concussor lined up against one soul scryer. Uh, they'd retreated the turn before or cleared up the Ishley and they were fighting. Uh, and then <clears throat> I had 10 protectors pushed up within probably, I don't know, 12 inches of Volturnus. Big hole in the back to get in there. And this is turn three, so he's obviously fighting first. Uh, and my options here are I have a Lord Salicent left on the board. If he stays alive until turn five, I win. Uh but if I kill all his heroes now, I also win because I'm up on points. Um, and what I think, and I think it's still right, is I wouldn't be able to take uh, the three turns, three player turns he had left, just bunkering around my Lord Salicent on the back objective. I think I would have lost it in turn five for sure. 
Um, so I went for it. So I pushed the paladins forwards. And because Volti was so chunked up in between the turtle and the Morsa, uh, to make a charge, I had to pull either the turtle or the Morsa plus Volti. Um, I couldn't just tag the Morsa because uh, they're too far away, and I couldn't just tag the turtle because it would set me in a real uh, shitty position to try and pile into Volti. Uh, seeing as I'm on 40 mil bases, he's on like a 50 mil base, and the Star Souls only have one inch reach. Um, so I did the rough maths in my head, and I've been charging offensive eels up to that point, and without charging, they're not very good. Uh, so knowing that, I put my 10 guys, well, I tagged my 10 guys into the 6 Morsa, um, and he didn't manage to get the whole unit back in, um, and he probably killed, I don't know, 5 Paladins, which was looking pretty good, and then Volti slapped the living fuck out of me and left me on 2 Star Soul Maces. So the real throw up here is... Originally, I thought I should have tagged the turtle and swung around into Volti, but now looking at the turtle profile, although it's less output than the Morsa, it's also just all rend. It's all rend 1 or rend 2. Uh, <clears throat> the, the eels are realistically getting like another 36 damage, plus, plus a little bit, 48 if you roll average on the D3s. Uh, the turtle's only getting like 16 more, but even 16 more at rend, which is more likely to put that much through, is gonna absolutely nuke my unit. And then realistically, I underestimated how much output Volti would have into me. Uh, is probably yeah, he, to... he doesn't fuck around though. He's he's not. Nah, there. and I think that's me not having enough experience against uh, Ideneth. um, because I I knew they weren't gonna chunk that much. Like the chunk, as long as my four star souls are still alive, that should be eight mortal wounds. And Volti's got eight wounds, but he was on mystical. So realistically, I needed to do nine. So realistically, I needed to keep four star souls and at least one uh, protector, realistically two, uh, to deal with them. <clears throat> but even leaving him on like seven wounds taken means I can go over there and spit on him with the the Lord Celestin or something, or a couple judicators, uh, the Celestin, because he doesn't need to abide by the Idenef rules. Um, and I might be able to pick him off and just win. But, yeah, unfortunately, I lost way too many Paladins. I only did, like, three mortal wounds to him with the, the two guys that were there. Um, <clears throat> and we played the game out. So, he didn't do much in turn three killed like five judicators and then turn four uh he killed my next four dudes five dudes or something um and he made a huge charge with his morsa so the huge charge 11 inch charge meant that he got into uh the lord celestin and he managed to murk him so it really come down to the wire like if he didn't make that huge charge or i had maybe positioned my adjudicators better um the lord salison might have been alive and then it would have been a roll for for turn five to see who won the game so i'm actually super surprised at 
at how well I managed to do with that list over the weekend because realistically it's really old War Scrolls which are quite underpowered compared to some of the stuff that's out there at the moment or you know just with the power creep of the game um, but I think the 5 inch gap that you can deploy the Skyborn in is actually it opens up a lot of the board like it's so hard to zone that out um, yeah and just I don't think people were un- like expected how the army would play like I think they expect that you drop it down and I just try to blow their whole army up and it realistically like it does not have the output to do that it does not have the output at all realistically the army drops I might blow one thing or two things up or blow a side of the board up and then I'll be in a commanding position objective wise like I'll tag three inches to your units I'll you know I'll screen in front of them I'll put uh guys standing on the objective so you can't retreat over top of me and, and sneak the objective i'll put the concussors in awkward positions so that yes if you overrun and kill my unit of paladins or something the protectors are going to come in the side and and, and uh, so the concussors will come in and smack you and they're actually like pretty hot i quite like them especially with an extra attack each it's eight attacks yeah. have ren two damage they don't care about getting bogged down like Fulminators do because the second Fulminators get stuck. They're dog shit. It's, yeah, they're crap. Um, the unit's actually pretty fantastic. I can put them into anything because I roll 1-6 to hit and then they can't pile in to hit me. Three-up save for only once. You're not really going to care. Um, yeah. yeah, I think there's a the best trade-off cool. unit by far, to be honest. <clears throat> I, think, I don't know why people keep playing Fulminators because Concussors are just so much better, honestly. In a four, I can see a Fulminator block being like yeah cool huge output but i don't think the dracos are designed to be running anything more um than a two like it's supposed to be a it's a weirdly pointed unit because it's quite expensive for its actual damage output but yeah bro and if someone kills one of them you feel it as well yeah and so before it gets to do anything like if someone magics one off you're like oh fuck you know yeah the beauty of it though is if, if it's just 200 points you feel way less bad because you're trading 200 points, and like realistically, what do you get for 200 points? Like three eels plus a CP. You know, like three eels and two concussors are probably yeah, like a better fairly, line unit and a hero. Yeah, fairly samey. Like it's if you trade three eels for my concussors, three's not going to do it, but six will. And then you've traded 340 for my 220, which has probably put you in a real stupid position or something. Like the unit's actually pretty good. It's Super surprising. Yeah. Yep. So, loss against Bow then. Uh, loss against Bow, yeah. So it means it's 4 1. Um, yeah. Which, honestly, I'm super pumped with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Twitter quite enjoyed it too, which is cool. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And you finished second in the end as well. Yeah, I, I, I pulled cut out. Cut straight to the end, end then. Yeah, second. So, well done, dude. Well done. That was, um, I mean, I was sort of when you came up against I can't remember who your first opponent was but when you came up against Anthony I was expecting you to lose yeah and then when you came up against Fire Slayers and Knife to the Heart I was like well that's that's an automatic loss or or a minor loss you know sort of thing Um, so I think you did really well and you took the 2016 list to the edge with the with the medalists around as well so it's not like it's not like you didn't play I I, mean Anthony's list wasn't a typical Zench list but it's not like you just played like random shit like you brought so yeah yeah realistically realistically i played 
three oh, two lists that are lists an army oh actually three lists that are sort of like lists that people play that are decent um and then zench which is never a bad thing plus stormcast which is just sort of i don't know definitely the <clears throat> conceived to be worse um yeah one of them at least anyway that, that, I, that i played so um yeah pr- pretty happy with it it was awesome walking around the tournament too and people coming up and they're like how the fuck are you on the top table like are you are you three and oh you two and oh you four and oh like yeah, mate. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> My 2016 army. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's um. Yeah, that was definitely my feeling. So, considering I was taking like an opposite sort of list and had opposite results, so <laughs> we'll yeah. crack into those. So yeah, bro. Uh, round four, I played Anthony. So the Zinch played at Tubby played. Uh, and there was knives to the heart. And the short of it is this was another draw which was um, some shit, to be honest. So, and again, neither me nor Anthony wanted it, but after round one, I think you came across because you finished playing train about 20 minutes. Then you came over and I was like, we're in round one, it's going to be a draw. It was like his turn round one, so it was bottom of round one. But I think Anthony looked at me a bit funny, and that's exactly what it was. So... He put like every knife of the heart game, that's pointless. Like, I walked over and I was like... This looks like it's going to be a boring piece of shit game, honestly. You're just going to stand there and like act like you're going to get each other's objectives, but it's never going to happen. Yeah, it looked like a knife from the heart game from like 2016 or 2020. Yeah. People play for minors and they go yeah. for kill points. And there's no teleports to you know sneakily get in there and take things. Like yeah. Just... So it's, it's a really odd game. You know, it's really weird. Uh, not that either side played bad i knew i had to resist his initial charge because he has way more movement than me because as you said he's got like all these screamers that go 16 inches and he's got destiny dice and then he's got you know flyer and do mortal wounds but i went first and i killed his shaman and chipped some wounds here and there to some other shit and then anthony retaliated and poor fucking anthony man he he had i think about six or seven charges he rolled and he failed all of them uh, he didn't make one single charge. And he had a couple of three-inch charges in there and four-inch charges as well. So, like, it was literally like... Man, I'm surprised because he loves to use his cheetah dice. Like, uh, well, he, his decent yeah. dice, by the way. Yeah, yeah, dice, yeah. yeah he, like, I feel like he spins them immediately. Like, immediately yeah, spins he's, all his he's good got, dice. Yeah, he's got the five up getting back. And to be, like, yeah. fair to him as well, like, I'm not sitting here shit on Anthony because I feel like... I felt like that was just after turn one, that was the way the game was going to go. I felt like he made a very valid effort to try to push me off my objective, but he failed a bunch of charges, and then I got the priority, and I just took off, like, two-thirds of his army. Um, yeah, he, he's he got the five-up Get Destiny dice back, so he was using them, but his pull was, like, 1-1. One, one. I think his highest dice was a four, maybe a five. And he he had didn't have any pace. All, he had so all the, the twos. Just did nothing. Yeah, they use them for battle shock and the acolytes and stuff like that, and yeah, the skyfires. Yeah. But he he had a lot of twos and a couple of threes. It was not a very good pull. Um, so I went first, killed some stuff. He went first, got himself into a really good position to charge me, and I was thinking, oh, I should be able to take this. 
uh, and we took the same secondaries. We took the hold an objective for two turns consecutively, which is going to be your home base, mm-hmm. and then control all your opponents or your opponent's objectives that are wholly within their territory. So it's like if you're trying to win the game, that's what you would take. Yeah. And we just happened to take the same objectives because we both wanted to win the game. Um, and then I won turn two priority and I took off a bunch of his shit because it was all in like the 18 inch kill box so I didn't even need a portal and the rest of it um, I got off some good charges my wardens went off and slapped his shit I was feeding him summoning points by the end of the game he had like I don't know a couple of dozen horrors on his home base fuck me that would be yeah. some summoning points that you're giving him yeah, how many casts have you got you got tech uh, before it's like 11 or 12 one, that's five, and then like six units yeah so it's it's 11 units it's yes. 11 casts assuming i don't use a for courts for an extra to make it 12 and he was so casting lose a turn <laughs> yeah and he was casting like one to two spells a turn yeah. because he just had acolytes and a, and a gaunt summoner and i was just auto unbinding or rolling hot he didn't roll really good at all the poor guy and i rolled i rolled pretty well in some areas and i rolled pretty average in other areas but it was better than his overall uh, and we played till turn, so we played till lunch started, and it was always turn three or turn four, I can't really recall, but we both agreed that it would be a draw, because he had, as I mentioned, like, five pink horrors and then 30 blue horrors around his own base of Gaunt Summoner, yep. and I had, like, my whole army left, but my whole army couldn't get across the board in time, because I was quite defensive. Uh, so we just called it, we called it a draw and um, went for lunch pretty much. So that was, that was real dumb. So, so two draws in a row. Yeah. So no one scored Eva's objective. So it's a draw on scenario points. And then we scored one um, secondary each, which was to hold an objective for two turns. And then I killed like 1200 points of his army and he killed nothing in my army. Um, war scroll wise, points wise that is. He, de- he definitely did kill stuff. He killed like, a couple of dudes from each unit, but he didn't wipe out a unit in its entirety. Whereas I yeah. killed like most of the stuff on his board that was left with summon units. Um, and I'd killed a lot of his. So that was really weird again. So like, you know, if, if it went five turns, I don't think I would have won. And I don't think he would have won. Yeah. It because we were, we were both, we were both really defensive, but like you look at it and you're like, okay, one guy has four fifths of his army and the other guy has, one fifth of his army plus a bunch of summon units. So I, I don't know. Like again, the draw thing was sort of pissed me off over the weekend, but it's fine. Like it, it doesn't matter. Um, and in the last game, three places of power with my two heroes. I played Trey with his fire slayers, mm-hmm. uh, and Trey in short won the game four three. I believe it was super low scoring. Massively low scoring. Yeah. 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 So. It only went four turns, so I think it was uh, 2-6. So, yeah, I took first, and then I went and scored Techless, and then he didn't score in his first turn, and then um, I won priority, scored again, and then he finally started scoring in turn two. Um, and then turn three, I totally misplayed this. So he just scored. I was about to get tabled in turn three, um, and... No, I think he won the double one to turn three, and then he went up. No, I must have won priority. Maybe it was turn three we called the game. Anyway, 
this is really not good radio. <laughs> <laughs> I had Tickless left and like a handful of dudes that weren't relevant and Tickless was in combat with 10 Halfguard. And this was a big moment of me losing sight of the game that was in front of me. And we had plenty of time. Um, I laid out a massive fuck halfway through my round because I just realized what <laughs> I could have done, what I should have done. But the short of it was I was 3-2 up and he had... Um, two heroes on an objective, and I had Teclis and a couple of guys. As I said, Teclis was in combat with 10 perf guards that were on the objective. Um, he has no unbinds or no magic protection or anything of the sort. I should have, what I should have done is, so what I chose to do, which was stupid of me, is I tried to buff up Teclis to make him survive one more round of attacks, because if he had, I would have been on six points, and then he would have had a hard time he would have, there. yeah, he would have had to go to whole game scoring one objective, which he would have done, and then we would have drew, <laughs> and it would have been free draws, which is <laughs> 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 stupid, because <laughs> he would have been six six, but he would have tabled me. Uh, so that's the route I decided to go down, which is foolish, because what I should have done is I should have teleported Teclis off the objective, because I saw the point at that time, the lead, because it was three two, and I should have tried to spell off his heroes. Because all his infantry was sort of crashing in on Teclis, who was in one of the far corner objectives. And his heroes were, like, wide open to for me just to spell. And one had one wound left. Uh, so I could have just literally teleported Syrian White Light, hit them both, killed one, yeah. assuming I don't roll a one. Um, if I don't kill it, Arcane Bolt it and kill it. And then the other one has six wounds. And all I would have had to do is a Syrian White Light. So say that kills one and then does two wounds to the other. Then an arcane bolt, that's enough two wounds, got two wounds to go. Yeah, um, and could have with your toes and toes. Uh, yeah, I could have lambent light him. I could have used a number of other spells yeah. that, that damage him. Um, I could have made a charge, although I don't, because it was like a berserker or some shit. I can't remember what yeah. it is. It's a go like fights when he dies. Fights when he dies, yeah. The, yeah. the Grimrith. Yeah, so like I, I wouldn't have fancied a combat with him. Um... But I felt like between the magic, the shooting, and a potential nine in a charge, and now the potential nine in a charge, I can't guarantee. So that's, you know, if I didn't kill him after shooting, then and I felt a charge in tough shit. Um, but I could have killed both his heroes, and then the game would have ended, and I would have won three two, and he would have tabled me in round three. So that's what I should have done. And we talked, and I said this after. The game, I said, this is why I yelled out fuck halfway during the game. Because I'm an emotional player. So, like, when I win, like, a critical priority or when something goes well, I'm like, I, I can't help but spontaneously burst some noise out and be like, yeah, you know, or be like, or if, like, my opponent rolls huge, I'm like, oh, my God, you know, like, it's it just happens. It's, it's impulse. It's not me trying to dog on anyone or be a dickhead. It just happens. I've always been competitive and I've played sports all my life and stuff like that. And I've always been able to like, you know, it's acceptable to, to be impulsive and loud during sports, but in, in tabletop, it's a bit different. Um, so yeah, it's like, I didn't mean anything by that, but then me and Trey talked about it. And uh, I said, this is why I made that noise. And she was like, sorry, he was like, Oh Yeah you definitely should have done that. You would have won the game, you know, sort of thing like, Oh, that would have been a real good move. And I was like, yeah, I just sort of lost, lost the forest through the trees, so to say, you know, like it was, but it was a bit like, Oh, okay. That's fucking dumb of me. But anyhow, so 
you know, could have, would have, should have sort of thing. Um, I had the ability to do something. I didn't do it. I made the wrong mistake. Trey did what he needed to do, getting heroes and objectives and pushing units into combat with me. Uh, one YOLO play that I will talk about, which was really risky, and it didn't pay off, but I thought it was quite cool, was that he had he had like a rune smiter or a rune smith, or I don't know what it was, some dumb fucking little dwarf that was um, about like seven inches from the objective. And so all he had to do was run onto the objective next turn, and he had like 20 half guard um, on the objective itself. So I couldn't get to the objective without getting in combat with him, and he could just run behind his units to get onto it. So I thought I'd try to do a YOLO plan. This is turn two where I could see that I was losing units way quicker than he was. And I got the Catholic and I darkness sort of sold him. And then I um, foisted a mountain and then I transferred some emotional transference from Ava Quartz. So I made his Berserkers minus three bravery. And then I made them roll on their bravery every time they wanted to do something. So I was trying to get his unit, I was essentially trying to take his unit out of the game for two turns. So I charged in with the Kafla to this unit. So the Kafla was scoring the objective, but the Kafla had to survive. And there was no way the Kafla wasn't going to survive against fucking 20 half guard because it's like a five up save with no after save and five wounds. Um, but I doubt and sort of sold them. So I was hoping that he would fail their bravery test. Charge him, and I was like, bro, just roll a bravery check. I want to see if the, she lives or not. He rolls, he rolls like a four, and I was like, you motherfucking asshole. Uh, it's a roll. If he rolled like a six or more, then he was fucked, which is average on dice. And then I would have pulled off some absolute jank, but I didn't. And that was um, that was just like one cool little highlight of the game. It was sort of like risk it for the biscuit move, where I fully expected to lose her if they could fight, but if they didn't fight, then I would score one more point. Yeah, and in a game. Need. Yeah, and the game that went, like, 4-3 was, like, huge, you know? Yeah. And it might have yeah. changed the game somewhat. She was going to die. Um, yeah, that spell... Like, can I, I pull some jank right here? respect for that spell now. After learning that one, it's only on the cat, but there is a weaker one that, that tech can cast. Yeah, um, which is much Yeah, weaker. it really makes you want to fucking stay outside of 18 of that, that tech. That um that Cathalar, yeah. Because that play would have been huge. Yeah, it's like straight up YOLO play. So yeah. um and I was happy with the risk and I failed, so whatever. Um but yeah. that was that was probably the most like notable cool thing of the game, I guess you would say. Um Yeah, so major loss and that. So I finished one major win, two major losses and two draws. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. Just put me like dead center of the fucking pack, you know, like put me in no man's land. So, um, yeah, that's, that's fine. That's fine. It is what it is. Um, I think I did work it out because I wanted to see, because previously draws were like, you know, scenario points, draw, and then it goes kill points, which I had more kill points in both my draw games. Um, and I did work it out that had I, converted the two, two draws into like minor wins mm-hmm. so gone one major win two minor wins and two major losses i only would have gone up like three or four places so i'm like what am i like what do i care you know like what if it's like three or four places then 
you know, who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you're you're moving away from thinking secondaries are fucking good. It's their fucking toes. Like they just redo a lot of them. It's just yeah, it's just a tool GW's given us, you know. So. Yeah. And that's why we use it because it's in the GHB. So anywho, uh, so Tubby came. So we'll shout out the top five, I guess. So Bo won the event, so that was Tubby's last opponent with a side nef. Uh, probably no surprise at all. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I think he was he was running a strong list, and I felt like he's a good player. And yeah, no surprise. Tubby came second, which. Um, on play and merit, you'd say isn't a surprise, but given the army, it's it's fucking weird. Fucking mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then third place was James. James Struthers. So James is new to the scene. So welcome, James. Uh, and he was running some dirty dock, I believe it was. Yeah. Some uh, snakes, breathy goodness, and Calibron with some teleporty shadow stonkers. It's a pretty cool little list. Yeah, man. Good on, good on uh, James, and hopefully we see him more often. And his army looks really nice, too. Yeah, it does, actually. It, I walked past it, Bright and colors, I thought, it looked like, um, it looked like, kind of reminded me of Sam's army for a second. And then I looked at it a little bit harder, and I was like, oh, oh man, this is real cool. It's almost like the, um, it's got all, like, deserty bases with kind of like the box art yeah. theme, but a little bit more pastel. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's like pastel and bright colours, and yeah, and it's a desert base, so it's um the I should know what it is because I've used it on my Luminef, but I can't recall what it's called. Uh, but it was cool. And then fourth place was another new player was Michael. Uh, so welcome, Michael. Michael Fell. Uh, he did really well uh, with his slaves of darkness. Slaves of darkness, eh? But it was a but as a plague touch, so he's coming swinging. You know, he's he's, he's not yeah, here both to fuck them. around. I think they play together, don't they? They. They seem like they were mates already. I have no idea. I didn't. I didn't talk to either of them, unfortunately. I, I think I said congrats to James, and that was that was literally all my interaction with him, um, which is a shame because I always like to chat to new people in the community. Uh, and then number five was Jesse. So Jesse's returning from the woodwork out of Palmerston North. <laughs> so the king of the free and twos is what Jesse was. Yeah. And he was running daughters as well, wasn't he? Your daughters. Yeah, yeah. He's running my dock list. Yeah. 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 Cool. I finished middle of the pack, um, so I don't really care, or lower middle of the pack even, but I picked up best sports, which was a real surprise to me, to be yeah. honest. No, nah, man. So that's, that was cool. Um, that's, that's, the, that's the first one where it's not from us just getting drunk together at an event. Or losing to a dice roll. So or the losing first, to a dice roll, it's yeah. It's like the first outright one I've got. Yeah. Yeah, it's sick. So I was pretty stoked about that, like, considering it was a newer army for me, and... And you're a salty bitch most weekend. <laughs> what a, yeah, that's what I said when I won the award, which is, oh, there's a plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you had a uh, upset-looking face most of the time, but I assume you're pretty chill on the table anyway. Yeah, totally. Like, it was, it was, you know, like, I'm upset that at winning one game uh, with what's perceived as a good army, I was just more upset. Not at my opponents, but just at myself, eh? Like Yeah. It's I'm trying to master an army that I've known for two minutes and ignored. Like I picked up the whole army in like June, July, August, whenever it came out, and I built the majority of it and I played it about twice and I was like, I don't like it. 
and now I expect to be good with the army. So it's yeah. really sort of yeah. managing my expectations, to be honest. Um, but no, it was cool. It was cool that people gave me sports suits, and I was the winner of that because my other concern is that my army, I only in two of my games, I only got to turn three or four, yeah. which I was really conscious about and I really hated because. I'm sort of known for finishing games like an hour early. Yeah, and then whinging that people are slow playing. Yeah, yeah, and like I've I've given so much shit to the community as a whole, like not specifically anyone. No, no. Maybe outside of like Chris Welfare and like Dan Shorts, James Page, (laughs) fuck anyone else. Uh, Lee playing games. Yeah, Tubby. I know I've given shit to a lot of the community, eh? Like about being slow players, and here I was in back-to-back games not finishing, and I was just like, "Fucking hell!" I'm really self-conscious about this. Um, so I was really chuffed to to win that in the end. It was um super, super sweet and super rewarding, given that I was terrified that it was probably a lot of time, a lot of people's first games against Luminef, and I was just like, yeah. bro, just let me explain to you why I have all the rules, you know, yeah. and I can do, why I just do everything whatever I want. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think it was against, like, Anthony at one point. I told him 90% of my rules, and I went to fight, and I activated twice, and I was like, I want to get to fight twice. He's like, why do you get to fight twice? I'm like, because I'm Luminef, bro. Like, and it was like... Yeah, just do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, it was just literally break like... the rules. I think it was one of the rules I forgot to tell him, and he was like, of course you do. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is not going well. You know? <laughs> like, but anyhow, so... Um, so, no, that was that was a real sweet way to end the tournament. Um, yeah, that was Valleycon. Shout out the top five. Shout out the new guys. Uh, who won Best Paint? Do you know? Was it Bo? Uh, Bo. Yeah, because yeah, Bo, Bo awards. That's what I know. Mm. Bo knows. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of hoping that he would get um, he'd get all three. Not that I'm not glad that you got it, but if anyone's gonna get the the triple, it's um, it's someone like Bo or Mitch or yeah, that's... Maddie or something like that. You know, like really? we we have no hope, honestly, bro. Unless I just take Sloane's painting. Yeah, unless you tell people that your army's not. Kind of by someone else, but yeah. And then Matt Brennan picked up Mr. Medioka, who finished middle of the pack. I'm glad that award's coming uh, back. Yeah, that's that's good. And Two time champ. I actually finished one time behind, one place behind him, so I could have picked up Mr. Medioka, but I didn't. Uh, James got best newcomer, but because he finished on the podium, Aiden, and I think rightfully as well, because um, yeah. I agree with the decision. Um, not that that carries any weight, but I feel like it's the right thing to do at these small revenges to share the love. Um, there was an a, there was an award for like best newcomer, and James technically should have won it, but he finished third, so he already won something. So he gave it to Michael, who finished fourth. So you know, one place below split the difference. It was literally yeah, the, like some the, secondaries, maybe. The prizes were really good at Valleycon this year too, which was awesome. It was like just. But anyway, so yeah, so it was a good amount of awards. Shout out to everyone who was there. It was great to see everyone again for the first time since August. Um, not because we've been in COVID lockdown in New Zealand, just because like people have been hesitant to run events because every time someone runs an event, there seems to be a minor outbreak or, or whatever. So Honestly, yeah. it's a fucking nightmare. I'm like almost expecting it to happen like tomorrow for Masters. <clears throat> Don't want to jinx it, but like, you know, every time we aim to go to Auckland, they're like, oh, we were looking windows again. And now here we are. 
yeah, licking door handles. Yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah. Anywho, let's roll on to Masters, bro. Like, yeah, bro. speaking of Aucklanders, what a segue, Tubby. Uh, so, Masters this weekend, New Zealand Age of Sigma Masters. Let's fucking go, man. First Masters since December 2019 up in Auckland. Top 30 players invited and the top 16 of those 30 players that accepted um, get to come along. Does that make sense? So it goes. Yeah, yeah it's the top 16 and the top 16 players. To top so top 30, yeah. yeah. Capped at 16 players. So we actually have 14 players. Yes, we have 14 because yeah. the demographic of players are spread out around the country and some areas of the country have been affected by lockdown more so than others. So lists were due last night and lists are now out and the round one draw mm-hmm. is out and we're all very fucking excited. My nipples are hard. Let's fucking go, Tubby! <laughs> what are we doing? What are we talking about Masters, bro? Are we talking about matchups here? So we're going to try... We're going to try review everyone's list no, and then get there on not. Saturday and everyone's be like, you motherfucking cunts. Absolutely Didn't shout not. out my list hard enough at the event. This... Oh, sorry, on podcast. You suck a dick. Fuck you. Do we do we want to target... Do we want to alienate ourselves from... Re- Should we do that? Let's Wait, fucking how... go! So excited! Sorry. How, how about... How about we pick the worst list from Masters? The oh, worst I and the best. I, I am quite partial to drama. For Are you ready to alienate yourself? That's bad. Yeah, it's uh, definitely Bo. Uh, terrible list. No, it's not Bo. Um, <laughs> who who has the worst list? Well, I start best. I start best. Who do you think has the best list? For the missions at hand? For the missions, for the other armies that are going, who do you think has the best list? All right. I am just going to quickly skip through. I think it has to be one of the Daughters of Cain players, to be honest. You reckon? Like, now, I, now I'm now i going to say no. Honestly, like, <laughs> I like... the. I think the Daughters list are really good, but they could be better. Do you reckon? Yeah, I mean... And, like, but that's in, the question you all, ask. You ask in all honesty. Yeah, like, yeah but I don't... I'm not a KO connoisseur. So there's... There's free KO lists. So what's the breakdown of the list, bud, for for the listeners? Because now we're just two assholes that are talking into a microphone that people don't know. What's, what is our, what's our spread? What do we got? Yeah, do you know list of... So it's free KO lists, two daughters there's, lists. Yeah. There's a BCR list. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a Bone Reapers list. There's a Living City list. There's, uh, a, corn there's, list. there's a Corn list. Seraphon uh, list. One Luminef list, one Seraphon list, a Basic Chaos list, a Feck list, Idenef list, uh, and I think that's it. Actually, I think the Basic Chaos list has to be the worst list, though. I think the Basic Chaos think. list is the worst list, but I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna give him I'm gonna give him the the out because he's clearly just taking it for a lull. Is I feel it- like. Is it Bar Bartop? I don't know how to say his name properly. Yeah, I haven't met him yet. I think yeah, I'll just I, call him Bart. Yeah, I really, I really don't want to throw him any shade because no, he's, he's taking pretty... piece of chaos to masses. He doesn't give a fuck. No, he gives no fucks. I'm gonna pick one out of people that have actually tried. I feel like I feel like picking Bartos this one's just like, why are we even doing this? Yeah. Um. I don't even know if that's how you say his name. I'm I'm just gonna ask him in the weekend. He's Eat Brave Love on Twitter, so maybe I'll just refer to him as Eat Brave Love yep. all weekend. Um, 
I think the corn list is pretty outmatched, to be honest. I love, I like it, but I feel like it's going to have a hard time. And I think the BCR list is no the BCR the BCR if like I don't love the BCR list, but I think if he took a more like if he didn't have the Thunder Tusk and the Butcher in there, um, his list would like kick shit. Because there's three KO lists going, and they fucking do not like playing into uh, Beast Claw Raiders. And especially uh-huh. seeing the other two uh, KO lists, which are very like light on bodies on the board. Uh, yeah, bro, they super high. high. Yeah, super, super high output. Fuck all bodies on the board. They just they can't score against the list. Like, the list will just outscore them. Like, what's Ben got? Ben's So, Ben is running uh, KO. It's all about mm. B-School or Raiders Cup. Let's finish the B-School Raiders first. Then well, we'll I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, like, I'm, get, I'm getting I'm, in uh, there. It's a point, so, so you talk. So, so, in his KO army, he's got one, two, three, four, five, six boats. Realistically, the two Thunderers are going to be in the boats to start off with. So, that means he's got six, he's got 26 models on the board. So that's two monsters from Beast Colorators. And he's got four monsters in Beast Colorators. So he like double taps them, just the monsters on the board for scoring objectives. And that means that like if he wants to just outcap that Frostlord on Stonehorn on the objective, and he's put every single one of his gun haulers and frigates and ironclad there, plus spit out a unit Arcanauts there. Like it's just he yeah. just doesn't have the bodies to deal like like yeah. Ben's list isn't bad, but it's just such a bad matchup into the BCR. Especially on like a um, bit of a pass or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it just scores so hard. If he yeah. leaves one Mornfang on there, then it means he can't just run one gun, gun um, hauler on and, yeah. and steal. He can't run two gun haulers on steal. He literally has to run yeah. three quarters of his gun haulers on to steal the objective. It's It fucking sucks to play against this KO because it's so hard to sweep those objectives back. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think the Beast Lord Raiders list is. I'm not a BCR player, so I don't know. What I do know is that like Stonehorn still fuck, and they're still relatively good, and they're still relatively resilient. And I never like been charged by one, uh, but he does have literally what one, two, three, four, seven models in his army. Yeah. So he's gonna have a hard time. On some objectives, I think he'll pump people's home objectives because he'll just be like two stone horns, twenty bodies get fucked, you know. Um, but I feel like I feel like the cornless could out combat it. But my issue with the cornless is there's no fury thirster. And yeah, like, he's got too many wrath thirsters. Yeah, like I'm I don't own a wrath thirster, so I'm I can't talk from first hand experience. I think there is some utility in there, but I honestly don't know why he doesn't have a Fury Fester. Because he's literally relying on five Fersters to get a charge off in a turn. And he's playing Balfour Lord, so he can run and charge and gets pluses to charge. So, like, that, and then he's playing Tyrants that he will activate. So, I think that is, like, I think that is probably a fairly safe bet that they will all get into combat. But against, like, you know, Bo, who fights first. Um, you know, or, like... I mean, there's no fire slayers coming, but if there was fire slayers as well, or or another corn army, then he'd be in trouble. Like, if I ran my corn archeon on this, I'd kill 
two to three blood fests before that unit even got to before that army even yeah. got to tickle me. Yeah, um, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a go out there. I think the corn list is the worst list, not because I think it's completely useless, but because there's one, two, three, four, five. But there's Scarbrand bro, and Scarbrand fucks. He so. does fuck. I but can't go against my boy Scarbrand, so... But there's... At Masters, there's one... Uh, I'm going to count through them. Two... Three... Four... Five... Six... Seven... Eight shooting lists. And he has five bloodthirsters in his Yeah, bro, there's so like, much fucking range coming, the poor guy. It's and so... then... Like, I would say that I'd have just hard counted them as well. Because either he just fights first or he's got a two up and a rendable save, and there's no thing you can do about that. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll go out there and say Mitch Hardy's list is the worst list because he's is running Scave and Cone and not the Viper Strike one. Yeah, he's running the wrong fucking battalion. Yeah, Mitch, I, I know you have a bit of a glass chin, mate. You're a hard player, but. When you bloody your nose, you get on tilt a little bit. So this is this is the mind game starting right now, Mitch. Yeah. Um, I'm calling yeah. you out. Yeah, you got a shit list, and you're probably going to go two free over the weekend mm-hmm. and rub my nose in it. If you know, Man. if you don't, and if you win the Masters, then I'll be the first to to kiss your feet. But I'm calling it now, Mitch. You can't take the pressure. And um, can you imagine? Shit. Can you imagine? So if Mitch run the right battalion, he would be a two-drop with the exact same list. If he out-dropped your Luminef list and just shot Teclis off turn one with all the snakes before he got yeah, buffs he, up, how yeah. fucking good would that be? But it's not going to happen because he's three-drop. <laughs> <can't have> <laughs> well, yeah, that's the point. It's not going to happen because he can't do it. I mean, he could definitely kill him turn one, but he can't kill him, obviously, top of turn one. But anyway. No. Um, so Mitch, I list. feel like you miss an opportunity. What about another sort of um, not out there list, but when I think of a flesh eater quartz list, Jesse's list with the Ghoul King. Oh, that's great. Uh, that's the abhorrent Ghoul King, and then got an archery chin. Sorry. Let me start again. Ghoul King on Terror Guys, the archery chin, Cordier. So I see all this, I'm like, yeah, I like this so far, it's all good. And he's Winnie Ghoul's got three, three horrors, and he's low six flares. Got Royal Mordens. Is that a good. So big list. I'm. I don't know. I'm not a. Yes. No. I'm, it's so good. So she's taken twelve flayers and a terrorgeist. I think the average bravery at the event is six or seven. So you've got twelve flayers. You have so much border wound output in a in a in a in a tournament where there is literally nothing with bravery ten. You get all of your mortal wound output from your flares, plus like a great setup for scream output as well. Plus, it's so fast that it will catch up to all these KO lists, except for mine, um, that are trying to dance around the board. I think it's actually it's pretty good. Like, guess you'll probably lose your terror guys like instantly. Um, but your low drops, I'm th- pretty sure it's four. I can't remember. I haven't looked at it again. Uh, it's, it's low drops. It's fast enough that it can catch up to all these spooky guys. Uh, it's actually going to be able to chip away at those besties too, which is nice. I think the list is actually 
pretty well set going into this event. I don't think it's going to win, but I think it is probably going to get underrated and do much better than most people think it will do, depending on how well uh, Jesse plays it on the day. But, you know, you're at Masters, so you can only assume very well. Yeah, absolutely. You um, and, and it's a hard thing is because we're talking from a place of, I mean, I know probably as much as the average player in this game, and Tubby knows a lot more, but the great unknown is actually the players coming to this tournament. Uh, so why we're pretty, um, I don't know, menu are pretty visible within the New Zealand community, yeah. I guess you would say. Like, without trying to sound like a wank, um, because but everyone knows what we're doing, what we're taking. Yeah, yeah, but we're not, like, we're not, we're not big fucking swinging dicks. I'm no, not absolutely trying, not. I'm not trying it's to fucking New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not like a, you know, like everyone knows Dan Shorts and he's from New Zealand. Um, we're, we're definitely not on that sort of status or anything no. of the sort. But I personally haven't interacted with the Auckland scene since I was last year in 2017 and won a tournament. Um, just. You know, shout out me winning a tournament with Stormcast back in 2017 uh, in Auckland. Man, it was just about when my list from the weekend was good. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> it, it was pretty much that. <laughs> uh, but I haven't, like, I don't, I don't know a lot of these names on here, and like, as in, I don't know them individually, and I haven't seen them at events. I know the names. I'm aware of who they are. But I haven't interacted with them. I haven't played games yeah. with them, and that's probably the thing I'm looking forward to the most is like. It's almost like, you know, travelling for Warhammer is the best fucking thing ever because you go away with your mates, you stay in a house, and it's like your school kids again, except you're adults, and you have money and the rest of it. So it's fucking awesome. Um, and you need to play with toy soldiers and socialise and have a good time. So I'm really looking forward to to meeting these people, playing games with him, putting fucking names to faces and the rest of it. Eh? Yeah, so it'll be, it'll be super sick. So we've talked about some lists that we think are bad, mm-hmm. like Mitch's. Um, what lists do we think are good, and what would we expect to do well? Best list and for the make fan. it a long-winded answer because I need to go to the loo. So just no, keep talking for at least three minutes. That's no, <laughs> man, you get self-checked. Um, uh, so best list flat out for the armies that are going is Bo's list. Uh, it kicks the shit out of the KO list, gives him a real hard time. He's got three defensive eels and a turtle, so we're talking two up or three up in rentables all the time. Also really nice into uh, the dock matchup. More Mitch's list than uh, the other dock list that's going. Uh, he's got 20 shooty snakes, but he can't split his fire with his shooty snakes. He literally has to put it all into one unit of Ishlay in a turn. And yes, it will probably kill that one unit of Ishlay, but he's got three units of them. Um, and he's faster than you, so if he plays it correctly, he's going to give you a really shit time with your snakes. really depends what you're doing with Marathi, and you really can't afford to overextend because you can just slap those Morsar up your ass and take your unit snakes off. What else do I think is good? Uh, I've, I've talked about how I think the BCR list is actually really well placed, which is kind of weird, honestly. Uh <clears throat> I think Sean's list is okay. I think it's decent, uh, but I think 
with the lists that are going, some of the tricks that it has aren't going to affect some of these other armies. So, like, the doubling up command points is going to be amazing into Jesse. It's going to be amazing... Uh, Jesse playing the feck, sorry. It's going to be amazing into Stefan wanting to double shoot with his Basties. Uh, but there's not that many lists that rely on command points. I don't really know what it does into the Eidneth matchup. I guess it weakens their turn... Uh, their turn three a little bit and he's got a lot of mortal wound output so maybe he's actually a bit of a boogeyman list for Eidneth at the moment well, it'll be interesting to see how it goes uh, you, you, I'm trying to talk about your list uh, yeah I just no I just came back halfway and I heard you talking about doubling up command points I was like stop fucking serenading me you're not talking about my list are you I'm absolutely talking about your list yeah it's unfortunate because that's one of the things I was hoping for is to fuck with people's command points yeah like, it's, after looking at the list here, it's really bow. Maybe the dock players. So, so it's, it's not going to be as useful as what I would hope. Nah, yeah, the ones it's going to slap is it's going to slap um, Jessie hard because she wants to double pile in with her feck. It's going to slap the Seraphon, uh, Seraphon player Stefan because he wants to double tap with his besties. Uh, it'll slap uh, Mitch's dock list, but not the other dock list because he took the right battalion. Um... But realistically, <laughs> the, the the spend 2 CP, I don't know how it works in the Eidneth. Uh, it's it's something that can be super negative to play into, and none of these, the majority of these, of these lists aren't going to get affected by it. Like, the carrier list don't care. Uh, that BCR list doesn't care. Timmy's Bone Reapers list doesn't care. Uh, you, you, it's a really... Yeah, easy no, way to fuck someone's entire army with one spell just playing Luminef is just cast that double CP. Uh, and unfortunately, it's not going to it's not gonna slap him around. I'm quite interested to see uh, how your list does into Eidneth because realistically, you shut down their turn three with the double CP. That's nice. You have a lot of mortal wound outputs. You can actually deal with the Ishlayan. The real big deal is that they're so much fucking faster than you is that they can pick their fights. So it'll be really down to uh, how, way, how well Bo actually picks those fights. Because I yeah. think on paper, if he plays a, a stagnant game. game and with bad movement, I think you just absolutely steamroll him. I think if he plays an okay game in movement, it's pretty, you know, it could go either way. But I think if he plays it really well with movement, I think it might be hard for you, but I'm not, I'm not sure. Because you do have a lot of spell output as well, especially with the rune and techless tapping up together. And his army does have to group around that turtle. Um, but yeah, honestly, I haven't, I haven't been exposed to enough Eidneth. I've been exposed to way more Lumineth than Eidneth, and I can see it honestly being a pretty good matchup. Um, but I wouldn't hold me to that. Yeah, like I'm, I'm also curious. I guess you would say. As to how that matchup goes, um, because I have similar thoughts to yourself. Um, I don't think it's, you know, I, I'm I'm going to have to see because obviously he has a better combat output. Uh, I mean, turn three he still fights before my whole army does. Um, if I charge him, I get double activations. I've obviously got better shooting than him, but I can only shoot whatever's closest to me. Round one, he's like a one-up save, two-up save, so it's like eh. You know, and the guys that I'm going to be able to shoot just ignore Ren. So it's going to be 
if I ever do get to play Bo, because uh, I'm saying that because I expect him to be up the top and me to be sort of middle to bottom, uh, it will be interesting to see what happens in that sense. I feel like the spells will definitely help me because he's got units that are, for the most part, clumped up together. Uh, you know, he's going to want to shield off his his Volturnus, essentially, uh, with his ignoring rend eels. I don't know what the fucking proper names are. I know there's like Ishlane Guard and Morsar Guard, but I don't know which one's which. It's just like rend eels or ignoring rend eels to me. Uh, so he'll screen off with the ignoring rend eels, so I'll have to shoot them, and they'll be with a plus save because of the turtle and the rest of it, so... The shooting, I'll just be fishing for fires from the mortals, obviously. Um, I don't want to get too close because he's got enough movement to close the gap between um, myself and him, assuming it's like, you know, what, he moves, is it 16 or 14 they move, Tubby, the eels on average, without a run. Sweet. I was muted. Uh, 40 no, inches. Yeah, so safely you would have to be, what, 23 to 24 inches away? For like a night, no, because he gets really got the charge. star out on the board, it, it yeah, really fucked. changes that game, yeah. yeah. So, I have to be, I feel like it's gonna be a game of positioning. And you know, if he comes in with an 18 inches of techless or even like spell portal range, which he probably will at, at least for the first or second turn because he won't be able to hide from it. And then, can I do enough damage? I mean, obviously, Volty just ignores spells and like a free up, so I can't rely on that to hurt him, but. Maybe I can. I don't know. It'll be it'll be super interesting because I'm I've been thinking about that too, and I feel like I have enough to sort of upset him somewhat. But yeah. I still feel like Bo's like way more seasoned with that army than what I am with mine. Oh, so. absolutely. That's that's definitely part of it. Yeah. Too. So I feel like he might just sort of dance around me a little bit, but we'll we'll see. It's um it's one that I'm super curious to see, and I mean if I draw him in round four, then it's just all over because. Bo, like, doesn't do late nights and the rest of it, and <laughs> and I do, like, all that shit, and I've had to play him on round four a couple of times, and it's just, it's just literally the worst thing in the world. It's so hard. It's so fucking hard talking to a guy who is, like, as fresh as a daisy, and you've had no sleep and still have a hangover or still drunk, and it's, yeah. but whatever. That's a me problem. That's not a him problem, so we'll see. But I, I feel like that's where my CP fucking ability will impact the most out of all the armies is, is Bozide and F and the Seraphon and the Flesh Eater Courts. But other than that, I feel like it's pretty irrelevant, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I feel a little bit sad for Timmy because James obviously has written him this list or in conjunction with him um, as an anti-combat army. Um, and I think, like he, really I think it was very deliberate in the be... sense that it's not meant to be like a power gaming army because Timmy's technically the spear player. Yeah. Auto on Tim's own merit, he could He's be there to be a player. player. Yeah. So like, I feel like it's a bit dumb to be honest because yeah. Tim, like, the person I know and the player I know, is is a good player. But he's maybe been handicapped or hamstrung. I don't know. Like, I don't want to make too many assumptions because that is purely assumptions. But it feels a bit different. And I feel like 
Tim should have just got an invite anyway because I'm super biased to Tim for everything he's done to the community. So shout out, shout <laughs> <Nice>. out, Tim. <laughs> I hope you have, you're having a right weekend, Tim. There's a lot of shooting lists, so that's my real fear here. But it's actually quite a good little little uh, gatekeeping army because the second Bose list goes into it or that poor the corner list goes or something into goes into it, it it's just going to have the shittest time alive just blowing up on itself it's a crematorium's uh bone reapers list with two two catapults and a harvester so say so it's a it's a it's a fine list but not doesn't look like much fun into it into shooting shooting heavy uh tournament cool dude so after all of that, should we maybe try to do something a bit fucking ridiculous and it's not going to matter by Monday? Yep. But we know the round one draw. Mm-hmm. Should we try pick the winners of the round one draw? Oh, yeah, man, let's do and it. Then we'll, and then we'll sort of wrap this shit up. Or do we, do, some, we do some questions to answer now that I've just remembered that? <laughs> so I did ask the community for questions and they responded, so it's sort of a bit of a dick move to say no be rude not to <laughs> yeah definitely not be cricket uh so we have uh the first match up we've got tate first jonathan so uh, tate, tate is, is bcr is it or is no, it corn the corn and jonathan that's running daughter's doc yeah oh jonathan's running doc fuck we're yeah. not good at this i i had them right you you didn't. <laughs> okay, you take over here then. Okay. Well, uh, I think... I think Doc's got that. He has Marathi in his list, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, um, he's I think, I think Tate, with decent positioning, just spread all those blood thirsters out, has a relatively okay game here um, because uh, the Doc player has taken two 10-man units of... Uh, snakes, it really depends on how his first uh, shooting or first hero phase shooting phase goes uh, and what's in range and what's out of range. Um, but I think if Jonathan had just one big block of snakes, this would not be a very good matchup at all. I feel like kill Scarbrand, a lot of the output goes, a lot of reliable, sorry, output yeah. goes. Yeah. Or even but, kill, kill Blood Secreta because the rages can still... They can still fuck. They can it's still. It's just burn. a huge force uh, force multiplier if that yeah. is still on the board, but it's yeah. gonna die like immediately to the snakes. Yeah, um, I mean it does have a good save and chuck and cover and the rest of it, but it's got nothing against mortal wounds. So, no. yeah. so Jonathan for that one, I reckon. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Sorry? Jonathan takes that game. Yeah. Cool. So then we got Bo versus Ben. So Bo's Eidner versus Ben's KO. I don't know much about KO, so yeah. Uh, so. To take this. Uh, Bo is playing a very anti-shooting list uh, with some very good offensive tech in the in the Morsa, but Ben's KO list is kind of funny. So the way I look at Ben's KO list is it has literally no internal synergy in the list at all. Um, it's basing purely on the fact that uh, things like the gun haulers are underpointed. Um, so I think if Ben does well at this event or uh, just at, with Mitch, uh, with Bo, sorry, um, it's a good like show of how 
much they fucked up by dropping all the points in that KO book. Because um, he has a lot of options in that book for synergy, but instead of taking that, um, it's almost like Morsar eels and Idenf eels all over again, where you can just spam cheap units and um, have yeah, heaps bro. of output yeah. in relation to their cost and their survivability because he's got a lot of gold in the list for rerolls. Um, it's got one hero as well. Just yeah, he's got one hero and just fucking heaps of boats and nobody's on yeah. board. But, like, he has a shitload of output in that list and it's, like, absolutely a pain in the cunt to try and take those boats off if you don't have shooting. If, yeah. you, can't, if you can't split and bait, then... Um, he's literally then got he's six boats just going where they... Steamroll. Yeah, yeah where the fuck they want every turn, so... So, I'll be interested and ben, to see to be how fair, he does. Ben, ben came... Third at the last Masters, I believe oh, it was. Yeah. Yep, yep, with Skaven, so he did a third in 2019. Right. So Ben knows definitely how to play. He's yep. not, he's not, you know, Johnny come lately to Sigma. Right, cool. Uh, it, either way, I do put Bo ahead in that matchup. His he's geared to beat uh, KO and armies that rely on shooting uh, without a lot of mortal wound put output outside of it. So. Yeah, Bo, Bo takes that one. Yeah, I would love you, Ben, but I would tend to agree with that. Because it would take a like, second misplay. I feel like... How many drops has Ben? Is he less drops than Bo? No, he's more. I oh, think okay. Bo's nine, and Ben is maybe like 11 or 12. Okay, then, yeah. I was going to say... Yeah, I feel like Bo's going to be able to dictate the pace of that game. Uh, then we got... Uh, Stefan versus yourself, Tubby. So, what do we reckon here? Oh, I'm definitely going to go down in the first round. Such a modest cunt. <laughs> <laughs> well done. All right, what's what's Stefan playing? He's playing Seraphon. He's playing um, Thunder Lizard Seraphon. So yeah, so he's got some besties that want to shoot you a bunch. So yeah, so he reduces all damage he takes by one on all the uh, monsters, which is fantastic. Is that all off. damage, or is that just, like, shooting and melee? Um, or is that like no, I'm magic pretty sure it's well? all damage. I'm pretty sure it works for the mortals too, but... Um, Fucking lame. I'm not 100% on that one. Uh, unfortunately, my whole army just shoots Rend 1 everywhere, so I don't really care. Maybe do those besties when you're a 1-up as well. Nope. They don't care about that Rend. Uh, but, yeah, I think I've got this one. In all honesty. Cool. Nothing against you, Stephen, but i got to agree with my boy there because he he knows how to fuck and he's been fucking since 2015. So then we've got Kerry versus Jesse. So we've got Cities versus Flesh Eaters. Jesse's going to pump this game. <laughs> okay. Like, you, you, don't want, you don't want to consider that before you, before you say it because that was no. like... <laughs> the most straight up answer you've no. given so far. And like, uh, <laughs> well, like Kerry's whole thing is that he can come off the board edges and be fast um, and awkward and slippery. Uh, Jesse has inbuilt tech against shooting uh, and can throw the flayers like 60 inches a turn. Kerry's whole army is bravery like six or seven. It's just going to yeet them across the board everywhere and uh, scream and slap the fuck out of Kerry's army and I don't really see it going yeah. too great especially on something like Starstrike like Kerry has to drop 
from the side, I'm pretty sure, uh, before turn three, like the rest of armies major- uh, mainly are. Yeah, it's um, all from board edges as well, which is so, helpful. Yeah, so there goes his mobility, whereas uh, Jesse doesn't lose uh, their mobility at all until, I don't know, you take out the whole fucking Royal Mordant's shit. And I don't know if Kiri can do that. Uh-huh. All right, then. Um, I'll agree with that. I'll take your advice on that one. Uh, then we got Liam versus myself, so Kev versus Lumineev. So, continuing in your commentary first, I'll, I'll let you lead this one. Um, we've had a chat about this one. I think if you take turn one, you win. I think if you have a brain aneurysm on the day and you take turn two, I think you just fucking bumholes your whole army. And that's you feel pretty pretty likely. Yeah, it's pretty likely that we've had some drinks on the Friday night before, and and that we get there and I'm not fucking looking too flash. Liam's, that's fine. It's, Liam's it's, army reminds me of uh, it's a when funny Julian one. played uh, Storm Fiends in like 2017, and he just tabled everyone in about 30 minutes and went and did yoga on the beach. That's basically what Liam's playing here. He's like, I'm going to beat you in about 20 to 30 minutes, and then I'm going to go down to wherever fucking Auckland Beach we're close to and do some yoga and eat some eggs, Benedict. Yep, that's... Um pretty julian for you not that i know the guy or have even met the guy but yeah i feel the same i feel like it's a pretty elite ko army as far as they go there's not a lot of bodies there but there's a lot of like high pointed units with decent output and lots of just lots and lots of shooting yeah. so we'll see how that goes um starstroke i feel like he's got the advantage in that but i'm hoping to to fucking fuck his day up and and win that one but we'll see yeah. so i'm gonna do well I'm going to back myself, but I'm also not going to sit here on a high horse and say I've definitely got the win in You might bag. get a draw, actually. Well, that would be pretty typical of my behaviour recently, just to draw out fucking everyone, but anyway. Uh, so then we got Mitch Hardy versus Sam. So Sam Mitch is, is running... BCR, isn't he? Yeah, and Mitch is running the suboptimal Daughters of Cain. Yeah. It's got to be Sam, right? A, that's a rule. Bad matchup for the uh, for the Beast Colorado player, unfortunately. Oh, Rath it's hugely bad. Murphy just goes into <laughs> the fucking gonna... monsters and then the monsters can't do shit. You know, the stone horns are sitting there tickling her own balls for three or four turns until she dies if they aren't killed beforehand. So I feel like Mitch has to win that. I feel like it'd be a colossal fuck up if Mitch lost that. It would That's, be a colossal fuck up. I think, that would be, I think that would be the biggest upset of round one. Yep. If Mitch lost that. Yep. So, yeah. And then lastly, we got Tim Lynn versus Eat Bray Play, because I don't know how to say your name properly, but, but I'll know it after this weekend, hopefully. So, OBR versus um, Best Chaos. OBR? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, Tim. It's, the catapults are super good into... Yeah, especially against this fucking no armor save, low yeah. wound count army. The, the Beast of Chaos list explodes when the unit dies, and it does one mortal wound to everything within seven. Um, every time one of Tim's models dies on a four plus, he does one mortal wound. So there's a pretty big discrepancy there between who explodes better, and it's definitely Tim, because he can bring his models back when they die, and yeah. the, the bot can't. Yeah, 100%. So I'd say Tim, Tim for the win on that one. All right, dude. Overall winner. Go. Just quickly give it 
I go, think, don't think about too much, just go. I think it's it's Bo or it's Mitch's uh, tournament to win. I think if Bo plays perfectly, I think Bo wins. I think if he has a hiccup, then I think Mitch wins. Even though his yeah his list could be better. I think it's Bo and, and Tubby's tournament to win. I feel like if I feel like if Bo plays at seventy percent of his ability because he's got a high ceiling and there's a lot of shooting coming, uh, I feel like he could he can do it. And I feel like your experience, Tubby, and your brain power and your just like gamesmanship with on the table with on the table top is um, superior to the vast majority of the New Zealand player base. So I know you're not going to pump yourself up, but I will. Um, so I feel like where you might have shortfalls, you also have better insight and better ability to play the game than a lot of people who I don't know about that are coming to the tournament. So when I'm saying this, I'm talking about the Auckland guys, and I'm specifically talking about I don't know how good of a general they are because I haven't played them. So, I mean, I could go and play five Auckland guys this weekend and they could just, like, pump. blow my balls off and pump yeah. me the whole weekend. I'd be like, okay, Auckland's not something to fuck with. They're really good, <laughs> you know. So just earmark my comments, guys. Like, base off this point in time and what I know about the game and what I know about the scene, I feel like I feel like Tubby is in a, in a really good position to do something with a list that... Um, is the most played list at the event because there's three KO lists out of the 14 armies, but it's very much different to the other ones as well. Mm. Yeah, they're all so we'll see. Into each other. So we'll see. I mean, he's hoping Sam with his BCR or Tate with his corn wins the event. That'd be just fucking amazing. Oh man, if Tate wins with his corn, I'll just ah uh, ah uh, yes. <laughs> so we'll we'll jump on to questions now because we have quite a lot of them we are getting late on a school night so Lachlan's asked us what's your favorite what's your favorite to win so we've just discussed that but he said who's your dark horse at a tournament also Artie's list what you expected to see at Masters any lists that you didn't wait sorry any lists that didn't show that you thought you would see okay so in short favorite so we've uh, we've answered that Who's the dark horse? Artie's list. What? Jesus, Lachlan, you're really hitting the fucking lot out of this one question. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite dark horse. Did we expect to see these lists? Are there any lists we expected to see that didn't turn up? Go. Okay. I mean, except for the first one, because we've already discussed it. Yeah, we've done the favorite one. Uh, My dark horse is Sam uh, with the Beast Claw Raiders. Um, And then anything we didn't expect to see... I expected to see uh, more monster, like monster characters. So there's a lot of Marathi, but like there's no Archeon, there's one Teclas, there's no Nagash, um, there's Croak, I guess, but Croak's kind of just like an underpointed model that should be costed way higher. You're like um, you're missing the real obvious one, bro. Am I? What am I missing? Alarial. Zench, yeah, sweet, sorry. Um, yeah, there's no Zench, same thing. Just a big meta list with a big meta hero. Like, Archeon's a big meta hero, so is fucking uh, Zench, so is Tech, so is all this. Um, yeah. And really, it's just like two Marathis and Techless. 
that's that's it yeah. which is disappointing for me honestly yeah 100% so I think we sort of expected to see somewhat these lists to be honest um, we expected more KO than anything else so yeah that's I would say it's about as close as you could get I'd say obviously like we didn't if you asked us two weeks ago what lists were coming we obviously wouldn't get all of them right but I feel like a good majority of them are. I wouldn't have picked a beast core, that's for sure. Uh, I wouldn't have picked the corn, but here I mean, I wouldn't have picked that corn, but here it is. Um, the list that I didn't that I thought would show up would be uh, Zinch. I honestly thought there'd be one to yeah. two Zinch armies. That's the big shocker to me. There's yeah. no Zinch armies. I'm surprised um, to see the Seraphon over the Zinch. And yeah, and my Dark Horse would actually probably be that Seraphon army. And I mean, everyone's like Seraphon Dark Horse. What are you talking about? Um, I'm only saying that because it's not like a thanks to Sotek sort of yeah, it's not meta, meta list. Yeah, so like it is Seraphon and it's still powerful, but it's not like, you know, what you think when you think of a Seraphon list. So I think it still has the tools and the tricks, and I feel like it's one that has sort of gone under the radar somewhat, at least with us talking. And then Chad said, what uh, he's talked about AOS 3, which we'll, we'll do an AOS 3 episode, Chad, so we'll try and remember that for when it comes to it. We sort of want to stay on in Masters and the rest of it. So, sorry. Victor said, wow, all those, looks, all those lists look good. Lots of love to the city's list as I play a similar list uh, for a long time. And to the doc, as this is my current army I'm building. With all that shooting, who's got the edge? So, who's got the edge with all the shooting, Tubby? Who's got the best shooting list? Who's got the edge with all the shooting? Oh, uh, shooting, who's got the edge? Yeah, like, Bo, interpret Bo, it whatever way you want, bro. Who has, Bo has the edge because he's the best against the shooting list. Yeah, so Bo's the best against shooting list. Who's the best shooting list out of all the shooting lists? Uh, minor matches. Cool. Done. Uh, and then Jamie says, do you think Bo used up all the... Val- okay, cool. That's not relevant. It's a joke. It's it's it's. No, I'm going to read it. Do you think Bo used up all the available fish puns on his list, or do you think he had more in the tank? Because he's done a pun right there. So, well done, Jamie. <laughs> and then there's just, like, comments under it. Jesse said, why didn't Hub take the highly successful 2016 oh, Stormcast right. list? So, I posted out on Twitter the other day after... Um, Dan started promoting the masses um, and I retweeted it and I said oh, 10 retweets and I'll, I'll do the salty run back and take Skyborn Slayers to, um, to masses and then it got like 20 something retweets and I was like oh man I really underestimated my reach here um, <laughs> there's no fucking way I'm running Skyborn to, to masses but thank you to everyone that uh, helped promote the New Zealand masses event <clears throat> absolutely and then Jimmy asked how do you not feel taking Stormcaster Masters for the first time? So that's specifically towards me. Yeah, fucking A. Um, it was hard, dude. It was real hard because I wanted to take Stormcast because the last two Masters I've been to, I've taken Stormcast come fourth. And I was thinking, surely on the third time I'd crack a podium. But then after seeing the shooting list that are there, all the KO and the Seraphon and the rest of it, and the Doc, I'm so glad I didn't because that Stormcast army that I would have taken relies on what is it, 18 wounds on a 4-up save? Yeah. And every time you kill two wounds, I lose, like, 10% of the output almost. You, sh- you should have taken that shit list that I sent forever ago. No, you lost the shit. started the shit list. That would have actually been great into this fucking... No, fuck up, can't you? Don't know what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And then Seven asks, when Tubbs beats me, is he willing to at least make it close? I'll make you feel like you have hope. You, you'll give him a courtesy look before yeah. you, uh, before oh, you take absolutely. him? Absolutely. I know the Aucklanders love it. All right. And then, fantastic. And then Jimmy says, if, oh, I can't say his name correctly. For fuck's sakes, Jimmy. If Eat, Bray, Love wins Masters, will you announce him the best player in the country on your show? He's the best player in the world if he wins this Masters. <laughs> okay, well, that's pretty that's pretty unequivocal. So I'm I'm glad to hear it. Uh, Jono Jono's asked, "Are you surprised to see that Jukari aren't making an appearance despite their recent <laughs> overwhelming success at events?" <laughs> Shout out Jono. Well done Jono. I quite like that. That's very good. Um, so if you don't know Jukari, 40k army, dark dark elves, dark elder, whatever you want to call them. Uh, I think they're up to like a 70, 75% yeah, win rate. Yeah, 70-something percent win rate. Yeah. Which is like unheard of. It's it's really fucking good. It's like Iron Hands all over again, but I think yeah. I think they're winning more than the Iron Hands was. Like actually winning, not just winning games. Yeah, so it's... um, <laughs> it's, uh, I To be honest, Jenna, I am surprised that um, the Dark Denizens aren't, you know, coming through and um, raiding rating AOS to be honest because I figured they might have move on once they get bored with uh, just murdering 40k I mean they're fucking like six crazed pirates from what I understand they don't know much about 40k but that's what I know about them so yeah um, anyway so Gabe Gabe from Runex only two chaos what gives New Zealand what are we doing yeah um I'm actually really surprised about that, honestly. I expected at least two Zench, so... Yeah, same, bro. Zench was a bit late down. I don't, know to, I don't know what to say about that one. And one of them's... I main. mean... Uh, one of them's so just, I, like, Bartos fucking around. Yeah, so what I'll say is, if you're a Zench player... Sorry, if you are coming to Masters and you're in a Zench list, fucking shame on you, eh? Honestly. You let the Chaos team down, because there should have been more Chaos representation. And I'm sort of one of them. I don't know in Zenjami, but I was seriously considering running Archeon, and I'm so glad that I didn't, after seeing all the KO yeah. and Doc, that would just be like, yeah, get fucked, cunt. So, yeah. Uh, Ashley said, find it rather upsetting that there are no Sylvanus lists. Well, Ashley, if you had paid attention to Age of Sigma for the last two years, you would have known that Sylvanus is <laughs> shit. And you wouldn't be relying on me to tell you on a podcast two years after the battle time comes out. So, sorry, actually, nothing against you, man. I'm sure you're an awesome dude. I'm not having a personal attack on you, but Sylvanefa considered quite widely to be a fucking terrible miscarriage of an army that GW have produced. So, yeah. Um, Aiden's asked. I asked this on Twitter, and nobody answered. I wonder why, Aiden. The pack refers to secondary objectives as hidden agendas. Are there actually hidden agendas, or is this an era of presentation? Oh, shut up, Aiden. Yeah, great answer. So Zane says, with the with the draw, sorry, you need to talk for a second. I've just I've, I've cracked the, myself out. It's so fucking Zane late. said something. <laughs> so Zane said, with the drawn out um, competitive year. Uh, almost to a close, what do you take away as the high point? So he's specifically talking about, you know, Master's calendar normally runs for sort of 12 months. Um, 
and it's running for what was it like 18 19 months due to COVID. yeah so what do we take away as a high point during that time between what is it like december 2019 to sort of current date i think just having that call to arms event where it was like and we're supposed to have the team straight after like getting back to playing events and then getting hype as fuck for like a back-to-back weekend of events even though one of them didn't happen it doesn't really matter definitely got like the fire lit in the community down here at least which is dope i'm gonna go on a bit more of a selfish personal level go hard because you're talking about the wider community but i'm gonna say um gonna kank on with you bro and because we did that during that time period and then having um uh team leader i guess you'd say or regional manager job gano come out and and chat to us as well how good yeah, and um, hanging out with all the lads over there. So that was sort of, you know, that was January 2020, back when, I don't know, the world seemed more simple and, like, yeah, you could hard. gather in groups without anxiety, maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, it was just, like, the game was probably just as cooked as it is now, if not less so. What was really big of an issue back in January 2020? Zench. Zench was yeah, a massive Zench man. just dropped, and everyone was talking about how shit the KO book was. Yeah, which is just ridiculous, but whatever. So yeah, that was that was probably my high point is going to the world's biggest event personally. That's from a personal perspective, from a community perspective, I don't know, but personally going to a a two hundred and fifty player tournament with a team of what were we fourteen people from yeah, New Zealand? 14 or- 15, 12 or something fucking heaps. and then we played the aussies at the anzac cup and we won that again mm-hmm. yeah so that was awesome just because we did like so we did a small group of us it was me the year before so cancon 2019 it was me seth lee fraser mm-hmm. and dan street and fuck there was one more person and now that i've announced it all i look like an you- arsehole you, Fraser, Seth, um, Lee. Did you forget Lee? No, I didn't forget Lee. There was okay, five uh, players. There's one more player. Oh, dude, I, I've dug myself street. into a grave. <laughs> no, street. I can't remember. Because oh, there was five of us in the Anzac Cup, so maybe it was street. Maybe he played Anzac Cup, but he didn't play for the rest of the weekend. I can't mm, recall. That sounds about right. I, oh, man, I'm going to sound like such a fucking <laughs> arsehole. Anywho, and we went, and there was five of us representing New Zealand. And then the next next time it came back, you know, we we brought back a team. We ran it back, I guess you could say, to use a popular sports term, uh, with like 14 people. So we, we almost tripled in size, which was super fucking cool from my point of view because that's when people started talking about the Kiwis were coming instead of just like a handful of people, you know, and... Mm. Um, and obviously Jimmy winning that was probably a high point actually Jimmy winning fucking Cancun yeah. you know it's like Kiwi- a shark in the water like we just watched it and Jimmy's showing up and you're like I don't think the Aussies are actually ready for James Page I don't think and the Aussies have recovered I don't absolutely think recovered. were not Gabe is still like poor fucking Gabe he's shaking in his bed twice in two days like the poor man like and we're like you got Jimmy and he's like yeah I'm like oh bro that <laughs> fucking sucks got- Jimmy playing yeah. his signature army pre-FAQ, just fucking give him all the garbage you can possibly give him. Yeah, like, but 
worst possible setup, and he just dick hold. Yeah, and to be fair, they did have like an inside FAQ from a CW that was in play at the event, so it wasn't totally blind. But yeah, it was. um, But that was probably my highlight of of the last competitive year. I mean, I don't think that's what Zane asked, but that's how we're going to answer it. Uh, anyway, Mr. Cook, Mr. Steph Cook, how happy will you two be if Bo retires as Deepkin after Masters? God, if they just burn the Deepkin book in the bin and just don't let anyone play it until it fucking gets a rewrite, I would be Bro, that book's so almost three years old. It's, it's surely got to go soon. ridiculous, bro. It came Honestly. out before AOS 2, and it's still... How the fuck is it still got like a, you know, is it still a 5 and 0 army after that amount of time? And it's never not been a 5 and 0 army as well. Like, it's fucking insane. Like, if you bought Idenf at the start, just stonks. Like, hard stonks. (sighs) It's ridiculous. Yeah, bro. It's um, it's not fun. So, are we going to be happy if he retires it after Masters? No. No, Bo can keep kicking shit. Yeah, Bo can keep slapping dicks as hard as he wants. It's up to him. Yeah. I don't care what he does. Um, But it will be one less aneurysm to worry about at the tournament, (laughs) that's for sure. No, there's there's no more questions. There's more comments on the page, but they're just like, they're not questions. They're just people commenting for shit. So I think we're done, dude. I think we're done. I, I think we've, you know, as I was like, hey, let's make it a quick one, and here we are. Two and almost two a half hours later, yeah. Later, with a yeah. whole lot of like cut-ins in between. Yeah, I got to do some editing on this one because there was some unflattering burping by me, and there was a fire alarm, and there was some other shit going on. So roof showed up for like five minutes, and I had a chat to roof. No idea yeah. what happened during the podcast. Oh, so I just I got a message saying rant for a couple of minutes. Your partner's here. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm um. That's what I'm doing. So I will have to edit this podcast, but we'll get it out there. We'll get it out there. Anyway, any any other closing remarks you want to make or anything else you want to say? We'll just leave it here. Yeah, I, hopefully next time we come back, I can get that uh, that two times title under the belt. I'm not yeah, overly dude. hopeful. I don't think I've got the best list to give me the best chance, but I think if I um if I play it smart, I might be able to do it. Pretty pretty quietly excited. hundred percent, bro. Like yeah, so no no New Zealander has gone back to bat masters in AOS. Um Jimmy's one one but he's now TOing, Tubby's one one and he's playing. Julian's one one and he's MIA in, in France, France, I think. Or something. I don't, I yeah. don't know like, what he's doing. Uh, so you have the first opportunity to go back to back, uh, or you could be the first new. This is another way to look at it. You could be the first New Zealand master to lose a title after previously winning it. Yeah, well, I didn't because, play last year, so so yeah, so you didn't you didn't sort of quote unquote defend the title. No. So now you're sort of. Because well, Jimmy won has, it last year, which is the interesting. Exactly, thing. that's that's what I'm saying. You could be the first. Like it's a real, it's yeah. a it's a real sort of. It's a weird um, one. 
it's me setting you up to fail is essentially what it yep. is. Cheers, mate. So, you know, like, <laughs> Cheers, mate. It's, it's essentially saying you have to beat the field to show any amount of credibility. But that, that's fine. Uh, so we'll leave it there. And all going well, we'll get this out before Masters happens, which is like three days away from now. Uh, and we should be back in your ears pretty soon as well because I'm hoping to do some recording while we're at Masters, but we'll see how the equipment goes and we'll see what the quality is like when we're at Masters recording. Uh, but otherwise, we'll leave it for there. We'll leave it there for now, listeners. Catch you later. All right. Bye, homies. I ain't putting no one on a pedestal. I don't beef when I meet with a beat on my spit, but I promise I'm not homosexual. I got bars in a tandem, they walk on a line with the literal and hypothetical. Niggas is snakes, all the weed in the grass got it high on the low like it's off of an edible. I've been speaking, but people don't notice. I'm biding my time, I might fuck around and change my handle to POTUS. Bars united, the state of my mind is as big as Texas, so they can't even hold them. You gotta see what I'm spitting, it's deep. If you sink, I might save you by pulling a Moses and parting the water inside of your system, creating a movement that they call osmosis. I'm not a lyrical miracle, God couldn't give you the skill if you prayed and had sex with a bitch named Syllable. I've been that half of my Dick is a quarter, an inch over double the African typical. I got the skill of a veteran mixed with the mind of a serial criminal. That's why my numbers are blowing, but you think I suck when I spit in these legends. Pretend I'm invisible. I'm not even that cynical. I'm barely at my pinnacle. Don't want to rap fast, but I know it's hypocritical. You niggas pitiful. If you think you fucking with me, it's blaspheme. My rap scheme is better than my visuals. Can't be beat. I'm better and I'm original. Double the skill of any individual. Triple the speed and not even admissible, but very clickable and non-traditional. I'm unpredictable and way too fucking analytical. I got computer parts inside my brain. I hit a bill when I rap and he tells me it's coming and then he opens up the gate. I'm not a monkey, but bitch, I'm a star and a king like Kong and Bay the Nate. If you got a problem with me, the equation to solve it is that equals great. You don't compute, your music's better on mute. I got the angle on you. Three-headed monster, my ranking is 90 or barely a 50, your angle's acute. I got a star-spangled banner with rappers, I'm better than chilling inside of my room. They got more shine on the national level, but couldn't bear arms than I have moved. This isn't confidence, this is practice. I'm about to flex like lactic acid. I don't chase money or bitches, but somehow they find me like I'm a fucking magnet, magnet, bag, bag, magnet. I bounce back like elastic. Every song I drop's a fucking classic. I sow seeds that you can't see. Success was woke. Been in my fabric from the basement to the attic independent my illmatic flow is sick i cannot cough cause if i do they might just catch it who you know do a better no matter the weather who you know make it rain and make you get an umbrella i suplex these bars and make them flip then full nelson mandela i got a triple entente and a simile bar metaphorically teaching some masters to prove to you people i've mastered the art and a phd is what i've got to professor the next generation of rapper whose level will need to be better in order to last in a space where you're barely remembered unless you succumb to the pressure of acting the fool and just saying whatever to garner you numbers and sell you some records while putting in for the effort than someone like me who they say is a shit but is one of the best ever what they gonna say now what they gonna say when i make moves like a greyhound what they gonna do when they hanging on like a playground so many bars they can't even motherfucking break down break down break down that's a bitch get your face down i will never motherfucking lay down say now this is what they motherfucking play now music for the people that'll never get played out this is a breakdown i ain't beefing less i'm at a steakhouse i move quick like i'm grabbing some takeout all transactions are done through my paypal anyways back to the subject i'm throwing them up like it's out of the stomach i'm fisting the game got my hand up your ass so it's brown i feel like i'm controlling a puppet i'm at mcdonald's in denver i told them they should have Assume that I wanted some nuggets They got some fries and a drink for the gang So I banged on the window and told them to suck it I'm out of control I got booked for a murder The beat that I killed is what paid my parole I don't use gun bars unless I'm out And I need to reload Then I explode and channel my aggression Out to a remote location That you cannot reach without a boat And lots of patience You're mistaken if you think I will not wrap you in some bacon And then feed you to a Jewish celebration That I'm at because of someone I was dating Do not play at my station The X in the box that I chose was for Caucasian I would have chose black but then there's half the chance I would have got the job I need to make payments I'm not playing PS5 of the last chicks I fucked were Asian
Asian. I'm not trying to do it, but I want to say that I'm not hating. Fuck, I'm amazing. I should play for Portland. I'm trailblazing. I had a dream. I rap naked. Then cock slap Satan. I dread rap like I'm Jamaican. Sock say to all my Haitians. I don't jerk my chicken often. I rise peas and get creative. I'm not overrated. I'm overhated. People call me corny because I'm good looking, good creative. You're the opposite of what you do when you're constipated. And try to tell the people that I'm not in the conversation. Fuck all the awards and all the stupid denominations. I'm about to show the definition of domination. I'm about to fuck with the deadliest combination of rap saying mad thing fasting. Ain't nobody fucking with me when I get to rapping. I am the definition of a nigga who's smashing, everlasting, gasping, acting, adapting. This weed is like a tank that I'm gassing. They will never get the concepts I'm grasping. So they make jokes and start laughing and trashing, bashing and chanting while I'm constantly surpassing levels that I used to be on way back when I felt like I was John Paxson back in MJ shows. Last dance when splashing that shot fucking happened. I'm not human. My constant improvement's about to start a revolution. I X men out of the equation like a mutant. If there's better, put our lyrics side by side and fucking prove it. Shout out Eminem the way they treat me. I just might lose it. Ah! I'm not superstitious. I'm spiritual. I'm not religious. I pray to God every time that I murder or beat on my knees and I ask for forgiveness. I'm about to bail on you niggas like Christian and Catholic. All of you into submission and go to the church that I grew up and talk to the deacon and that's why he touched all his children. You people see it but you don't have vision. I'm not a piece you can put in position. I don't play chess and I checkmate. You hear but you do not listen. So many lines I'm about to go fishing. I'm cooking it up like it's out of the kitchen. They call me a pussy. I think that it's funny because I just bought me a couple of kids. They cannot compete. There is no competition. I stay in the cut like a couple of stitches. I'm running the train on these beats like these rappers in Hollywood due to these video vixens. I'm not stopping. I'ma do it all. So won't fall a leaf like the trees in autumn. I'm winter cold so I got them coughing. They'll scream my name like they're at an auction. They'll jack my phone. We're all getting popping and brush it off and get back to flossing. My trip is real. I don't got a faucet. I'm Michael Scott. How I'm in the office. I'll make you nauseous. This is not TikTok rap. I don't got time for that. I'm a head. That's why they talk behind my back. That went over yours and right up your ass. Only person I can throw them at is no life shack. I kill it. So much drip. I got spillage. So many bars. I could feed a village. I pop their eyes. I'm one of a kind. They can tell I eat my spinach. I'm setting a record with somebody pretty. Please call Guinness. I see red while I'm in my zone like it's fourth and inches. Don't blink. You just might miss it. I am the best in this business. Get another person to do what I've done without no recognition. That's no playlist or assistance from a major label system. And the radio with zero time on any television. Go drink OJ and watch Simpsons. I bet you won't find a witness. What I gotta do to get it through to you? I'm motherfucking Dex and I'm motherfucking immovable. If anybody's better than put us inside a cubicle and let us wrap it out. And I promise I'll make it beautiful. The shit is in my face. So I'm taking these pharmaceuticals. They need to lock me up because I'm far enough like a juvenile. I'm about to get it popping. I'm never stopping. You better proceed with caution. I'm rapping and paying homage and lyrically giving knowledge. I'm brutally fucking honest. And everybody knows I spit fiery flames. I'm saying I'm a liquor to my eyes in the middle of the east. And my hot babies in the Himalayas. Better respect it when you motherfuckers speak on my name. I'm ready to burn on everything. I just to get in my way. I'm ready to turn up on the industry and fuck up the game. I'm fucking insane. And my name's Dax. And I'm a god. So don't use it in vain.